Do not listen to this while driving or when full alertness is needed. The best of Holmberg's morning sickness. This is the Big Red Radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We just brought up the fact that it's Thanksgiving here a couple weeks from yesterday. <laughs> and uh, got no plans. And then uh, it just planted it again. My, my plan for dinner on the X. I, I've, I've dreamt of this day for years. Thanksgiving to me. As you all know, is more than it is for everybody else. Because I make it about three things. The smell of turkey, the Detroit Lions losing on my TV, and a week's worth of watching Kennedy's head pop on all those specials that are commemorating the anniversary. It's And is this year a special anniversary? Or, oh, no, next year is. Oh. There you go. Oh, man. Dinner on the X. The only thing about, you know, this year... It would be next year, but you'd get an added spice to the Detroit Lions. Dan Campbell crying. Yeah, 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 a lot of emotion. But just to have a turkey dinner with some stuffing, taters on a plate, and then just go right out there to Dealey Plaza and have my dinner right there on the X. That's If you've been there, you know there's an X in the street where Kennedy got the big blow. They painted an X on the road. And I've always thought, there's my Thanksgiving in the future dinner on the X. I just want to stand on that X and eat. You should do it like the old Monty Python sketches where you just have the table the set table up for one. And- <laughs> the beautiful setting and the dinner on the X. You know what? I thought maybe that's not a bad idea because it'll be uh, what's that? 59 years. Next year's the 60th anniversary of Kennedy. You know, popping. Oh, dinner on the X. Kind of want to, I, yeah, Brett. You may have planted that one because I really don't have plans for Thanksgiving this year. All right, I'll work on that. Something about that. Damn it! Uh, and then one, somebody who doesn't have plans for Thanksgiving. I was watching the news last night. I'm like, enough with the election stuff. We get it. There's still uh, like 300,000 votes they have to count still. And I don't know why it's taken so long, but in a way, it's good because it just means they're being diligent. But everybody else thinks it means they're, you know, game in the system. Who cares? Get it over with. I'm tired of it. So uh, in the news, it's like they want to talk about the politics all the time, but they kind of glossed over the story of the Lake Havasu teacher with the OnlyFans page, which is awesome. A uh, teacher in Lake Havasu at a school called Thunderbolt Middle School, eighth grade teacher. Uh, evidently, after the kids would leave, she'd start whacking off on their desks and stuff on her OnlyFans page right there in the classroom. <laughs> What's the link? Right. That's what I wanted to know. They didn't even give her name and stuff. Damn it. Uh, but she had an online account, and the students found her pornographic content. Of course they did. They're all 14. This is when they're starting to dance around, and then maybe this teacher's a little bit hot. Had I had the internet, 
and I know Brett, you're the same. We had a hot teacher. We'd have been maybe Googling her. 100%. You know, hitting, and she used her own name. So on OnlyFans, they found her. And she used her own picture from her school ID as her OnlyFans picture. Oh, that's even better. Wow. So that's a red for red I can get behind, right. you know? So the kids are throwing this, like they're airdropping it back and forth in the classroom. Where is it? Teachers. Oh, yeah, the other thing about it is her husband taught at another school, and he'd come in and get blown by her in the classroom after class <laughs> on her OnlyFans. This is awesome. So he's getting fired, too. It's pretty great. But the kids were airdropping the info back and forth, and then some mom's like, why do you have your phone? And she saw it, showed it to another mom, and the mom's like, that's my daughter's desk. Like, the moms pay attention where the kids sit. The dads go to those parent-teacher meetings like it's a, you know, part of a work release program sentence. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not an ounce of a, you don't absorb anything in the room where your kids sit. The mom pays attention. All They knew where the kids sat. And then the lady was on the news going, that was my friend's daughter's desk. That lady's just <laughs> fiddling her bean on some kid's desk. Oh. And, like, people are paying her to do it. So of course, she's going to lose her job. But they're saying, hey, she didn't do anything wrong. Uh, her name is Samantha Peer, P-E-E-R. P-E-E-R. They don't provide the reason for termination. It appears to maintain that an explicit OnlyFans account and her husband, Dylan... Had one too, and he would go into Dilly her. Pier? Yeah, Dil- Dilly Pier? Yeah, Dill Pier. I'm Dilly Pier. And this is my Dilly Spear. Anyway, uh, they posted explicit material on other social med- uh, sites like Reddit too, but the kids found it and started to share it. And then one of the E-E-E-R? Thunderbolt Ele- uh, Middle School. It uses an alias though, but they found her anyway because kids are brilliant about it. Yeah, they said it was easy to find on a Google search. Maybe it's not now. But they, they're telling you all through the article how easy it is to find this, and I want to see it. They're upset with the way the Thunderbolt and the school handled it. Evidently, they knew she was doing this. They just didn't know she was doing it in the classroom. It's hard to find teachers now, and they're supplementing their income by flashing their beavers in the class app. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> all right, no detention. Everybody out, everybody out. All right, good night, kids. See you tomorrow. Let's get the beaver out and start rubbing. I'm going to do it on Caden's desk today. I'll use Caden's pencils. And have a suit? Yeah, have a suit. Can't find it, huh? I'm Samantha finding all kinds beer. of articles. I'm just trying to find out what she even looks like. Yeah, I don't know if, they, I don't know if they've scrubbed it, but she's got to be. That's there's got to be something. Yeah, the internet never forgets. Oh, I'll find it. It's the elephant of nudity. Determined. Yeah, it's uh, pretty awesome. But there she was, Samantha and her, and her husband Dylan, like, you know what we could do is just use this as our studio come back here at night and they were just rubbing it out right there on the desk she's not on the website anymore yeah she's gone they're no longer working in the lake havasu unified school district that'll pretty much stymie your teaching career now uh, now they're all in yeah on the only fans oh yeah that's where the real money was they, this teaching kids things was probably just keeping up appearances but eighth graders, if you're a hot teacher... <laughs> they had a free studio for a while. Right, that's it. They just, you know, look, we don't have to pay for... The overhead is great. When all you got to do is move a couple of desks out of the way. They're using the AV equipment. Of course. They're rolling that thing in. <laughs> Film strips. Bing! <gasps> that would actually be a really nice production value, is to do it like an old... <laughs> Which was fun about the girl next door. 
when they made that yes. film, the new adult. They did. Yeah, that is kind of that. It was the the girl next door with the girl from Twenty Four, that hot chick. Yeah, so you can't do that, teachers. But I understand why you would, because you're complaining about your money all the time, and that your passion is teaching kids, but uh, it doesn't pay. But sometimes your passion to teach kids uh, flows over into the your passion to rub your bean in their room, and, and that's what you did, and that's pretty awesome. So you're not the only one. There's some teachers right now. They're not driving to school this morning because schools are closed. They're probably already filmed three or four vignettes of their OnlyFans moments. But uh, there's plenty of teachers out there that are on OnlyFans just haven't been caught yet. Plenty of them. And they're nervous right now listening to this. Go, oh, you get fired for that. I, I'll lose I wonder my passion. what the percentage is, no matter what the business. Yeah, like, how many OnlyFans? one fans? or 2%? Great question. You just made me think that we got some uh, well potentially here. We've had it. We, oh, well, yeah, that's Briefly, true. That's right. That girl with the... And the, who knows who else had maybe dipped into there and... You're right. That one girl that worked in our promotions department just went full porn for a little while. It's a great point. How many people yeah, in your office good. are OnlyFans? Yeah, it was bad. It was, <laughs> it was disappointing to, like, the Paris Hilton levels of, wow, worst lay ever. Yeah. <laughs> digitally. <laughs> how am I digitally bored watching this? Yeah, that was a drag. And the best part was, is she used a toy. And it was an average-sized toy. And the guy she's with is going to town. And then she took the toy and used it. And she goes, oh, it's the biggest thing ever. I'm like, oh, the poor bastard's right there. That is like <laughs> a, that is the most average-sized toy ever. Yeah, and you clowned him on the thing. <laughs> the poor dude's sitting there with his midget. He's like, hey, I can hey. hear you, baby. It's still hard. I can't tell that. This thing's gigantic. I think this is her, but there's no there's no like videos. This is Mrs. Peer. Yeah, I think this is her. Oh yeah, A little girl next door action there. I don't know. These look pretty innocent. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is just that's her definitely page. a teacher's house, though. Jesus. <laughs> there she is in her bathing suit. Not bad. I think that's her. Somebody sent me the link, so. All right. I'm still Already. researching Already. it. Some guys like hey, Brett. I got it for you, bro. Yeah, I need better. I need some more. I need some more shots. I need the OnlyFans shots. So if you guys are out there, send them up. Yeah, if you know who it is. But yeah, she. That's. If you were in eighth grade, you definitely Google that. If that was your teacher. Yeah. If it's not the correct Samantha Pier, you should have an OnlyFans page. You'd make a couple bucks. There she's jumping in water. And... And all sorts of fun stuff. She's in Havasu, right? This one? It looks I, I like. I think so. She likes jumping in water. A lot of videos of her leaping into things. I don't know. I know the listeners out there will find it. Oh, they'll give it to uh, you. I'll, don't worry we'll about it. it be Vesley at 98KUPD. Yes. Let it breathe for 15 minutes. You'll have all your money. I always spell your name. E-S-E-L-Y. E-L-Y. Yeah, I always go L-E-Y. Vesley. Vesely. Vesely. You're really Vesely. Yeah. He says his own name wrong. Typical Italian. Vesely, Vesely, Vesely. You know, what are you going to do? Exactly. I don't know that guy. Hey, nobody knows this guy. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. I'm Vesely. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, uh, if you're out there and you're a teacher, you got the day off today, you got up a little bit early, you're thinking to yourself, this is a good OnlyFans day. I can load up 10, 12 videos. Think twice, especially if only – oh, uh, here's my advice to you. Only do that if you're teaching kids fifth grade or younger because they're going to find it otherwise. Once you start getting into seventh, eighth grade, if you're a hot teacher – 
They're going to start looking for you. Well, we should have Samantha Peer down here and help us pack the boxes. I mean, she's got nothing else going nothing on. Nothing to do you know, today. Come Maybe down. come down. And uh, we tell you what, after we're done packing the boxes, we'll let you pack your box right there on one of our tables, and you can put, you can film it here for free. Nobody's going to get in trouble. Free studio yeah. time right here. You pack that box right here in my office. I'm fine with that, Samantha. Drive on down. we got three hours. We should be packed up by then, but we'll still let you use our desk. Hi, I'm Samantha. I'm here to pack the box. Yeah, we saw that's packthebox.com. That's what we hear. Yeah, that's what we hear you're doing. It's my husband, Dylan. He's a former teacher as well. Both of you lost your jobs because you couldn't just do OnlyFans at home. And I don't know what Lake Havasu teachers pay, but it's even less than this. So they're just getting paid in chips and salsa, probably. And not even the good kind, not even the upgrade salsa. UpgradeSalsa.com. Seriously, go get that stuff. It's the best. Uh, we should probably get to... Richard! We should probably get right to the, the class, uh, the kids speaking to teachers. Yeah, uh, the start kids, in yeah, Start reading too. some of these letters to the... to the. I think it's a... Hi, Richard. There it is. Richard's brought in some of the letters. Here they are. We have... Wow, nice uh, covers. Should we like say cards. from where, Rich? All right, it's the Zakaris Elementary, right? Zakaris Elementary. Zaharis. Zaharis. Is it Zakaris? Zaharis? Zaharis, thank you. The Harris Elementary. The kids were asked to write notes to the troops. And we always read them uh, as written. It's all grades. So I think you have second, third, and fourth and fifth okay. grade in there right now. Wow. Yeah. Ah! We're starting strong with Amy's letter. Or oh, No, it says Dear Army. I'm sorry. That's not her name. There we that go. says Dear Army. All right. Here's the first letter to the troops that's going in the box. A touch from home. Thank you, kids. This kid. Dear Army. Fack you. Whoa, what? For your sackfish. And death, I love you. And you can bow it. You are awesome. And call. And brave. Clara D. Very nice. Yes, she spelled and there's oh, yeah, She drew some flowers. Awesome is spelled O-S-U-M. Sacrifice is S-A-C-K-F-I-S. Thank you is F-A-C-Y-O-U. Fuck you. Money. <laughs> Maybe she's English. For the troops. She could be British. <laughs> Dear Vet Rodran, I hope you are happy. Be brave. Be strong. Have an important life. You are important, important, I-N-P-O-R-T-I-N. And Lillian spelled her own name wrong. L-L-I-L-L-L-I-A-N. I like it. Lillian. Signed, Lillian. Maybe it's Lillian. Yeah. Dear 11 2022 Writing to the day. I am Lavak Fool, F of you to be ner. I am Lavak Fool for Sav Gig USS Puppy. Signed Chloe. These are definitely the sixth grade letters. This is the teachers. <laughs> <laughs> Dear 11922. And is that that's the, the drug? It's a poppy. She drew a poppy seed flower, yeah. You are so hard. (laughs) Huh? I'm not kidding. You are so hard, resin, 
and hack you for seven of us. You are so kind, and his. I'm Hack Fall, you to be her. <laughs> Signed, Violet. Confirm that I've read that correctly? So far, 100%. <laughs> Reading it as written. And then the flower theme is yeah. really big. Another poppy flower, maybe. Here's another girl named Lilio. She can help the last one spell it. She's got good handwriting. Dear veteran, my name is Lily. Thank you for protecting our country. You are hellful. <laughs> you guys are my favorite people. I wish I could see you all in person. She didn't mean that. Your friend Lily. That, see, that's nice. Well done, Lily. I think the older kids get better paper, too. This is much better stock. Dear veteran, my name is Emma. I wish you could spend time with your family like I get to with mine. Christmas is one of my fireites to do with my family. I hope you get some kind of holiday. If you don't, then thank you for making sure I do. Well, just know I'm glad I have you. Your friend, Emma. Well done, Emma. Very good. A couple of misspelled words, but that's all right. And the military branch, the good coloring. Right, she's good at coloring in the, the people at the bottom. And diverse. A couple of them are black. A couple mm. of white ones. Well, in this one, I got those. Oh, okay. Does she go all white with her military? Yeah, we've had all white so far. They took that peach crayon, oh, no. wore it out. Here's one. <laughs> Dear veterans, my name is Hudson. I am in third grade. I just wanted to say thank you for your service. Ooh, to our country. Ooh, somebody should have corrected that one. <laughs> I love all the branches, and I love history. <laughs> your friend Hudson. Oh, my God. Here's one. Thank you, hero. I love... I love Vakamach. I love Sobro. Thank you, hero. And then he just scribbled the, the military people out with a green crayon. So hard he, he didn't line schmines for this kid. Green will do it. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. You just gave me my reach around. Here's another best of rerun from the morning sickness. And there's an extra bonus to this day. What's that? Make a wish at 1111 on 1111. All right. <laughs> I, I, I wish it was 1111 so I could wish that Brady never said that. <laughs> Jesus. I love wishes. Wishes, I wishes to me and prayers and all that stuff. I'm like, all right, it's comforting, but wishes. It, it's just so well, well we were at the uh, Lost Our Home Pet Rescue yesterday and they've got it on their website uh, and it's cool this behavioralist has trained two Doberman to answer questions that you ask them it is it's it's on the web I, I witnessed this firsthand yesterday that these dogs you're a believer uh, I, I believe that the same way I believe in a mentalist I don't think that I think they're pulling a I think it's a trick she puts down these laminated cards 
that they made at Lost Our Home. The girl at Lost Our Home, we got this. She said, I had to make these for the Doberman. I'm like, they're not the dog's cards from home? No. And I'm like, well, there goes my theory that there's something on each one. But, like, people can email in a question to the Doberman. It's like a magic eight ball Doberman? Yeah. And they go over and they'd be like, uh, all tails point to yes. You know, I'm like, ah. <laughs> it's hilarious. And But, like, so I was like, well, what if somebody calls up and says a thing like, is this is this mole? Should I get this checked out? Like, ask the Doberman, like, real serious. Is she going to leave me? Medical is, questions. Is Kyle na- nailing my wife? That kind of stuff. And then the Doberman's over there. He'll ask again later. It, it, but, it, but, is it the tumor? Yeah. You have cancer. Woof, woof. <laughs> And I'm like, it would be, but these dogs will answer the questions and they apply. And I don't know what the lady's doing. I, I was eyeballing the behavioralist for a second. Like, is she signaling? She's got to be signaling to show what, I didn't catch it. No hand signals. No, there's no two wink, of them. wink, wink. There's two of them. And they're both beautiful. And I'm like, how are they? And I'm stupid. So I'm sitting there staring at it like, this has, there has to be something to this. But, she, but it's a dog. So it, essentially, one's going to wander off or do something dumb in the room. No, they're just kind of hanging around, and she's just minding her own, doesn't say a word, doesn't use a hand signal or a clicker or anything. And the dogs are answering the questions. I'm Weird. Bringing, I'm bringing my Doberman over there to get, get him trained. Train. I'm telling you. And all she has to do is she just kind of whips her hand in a circle, and the dog sits down. This lady's got him in tune, and they're sweet. They're not like robot dogs. They're super nice dogs. It was pretty awesome. You can watch it. You can see it lost our home, petrescue.org. They have a little side. I don't know if it's up on there. I saw the, the clip. But I, it's probably up. I saw the clip as they were doing it. And it's pretty. it was pretty cool. There's a, another pet story that I, I laugh at some of these sometimes. I mean, it's great. It's a feel-good story because their cat had been missing for two years yeah. and then returns home. And the woman says, we open the door and the cat comes in like yeah. nothing's up, happened. What's up, guys? Because the cat probably was around there. Right. I mean, you your, your cat disappears in your house. Yep. Yeah. You're also, you your cat it. has a second family if it's outside. Right. And that family probably was really happy. So like, this is a miracle. He stuck around for you. He took a vacation from you. You're fat ass. He forgot about it. Walks you. back in. What's up, bro? Oh, I'm I always, back. Yeah, I always, hey, what's up? Open the door. I've been through a hell of a, it's been a hell of a couple years. I got stories. But the uh, the thing about the dogs, I'm like, who's going to email in questions? Like, who's relying on this? Like, wishes and prayers and all that. I'm like, I understand where they're supposed to go in a fountain or... Jesus. We have or people like standing by. Right. With the dog thing, it's like somebody's sitting there going, eh, I'm going to ask the dogs. Like, I don't know whose who's life has hit rock bottom to ask two Dobermen to help out. You it know? could be the new uh, warm line. <laughs> right. Like, things aren't so bad that I want to kill myself, but I got to know if Kyle's nailing my wife. I just got The Doberman will tell me. It was it was amazing. What's this? I'm looking on the Oh, website. Upgrade Salsa. Oh, nice. Okay, I'll get you this thing. Yeah, Upgrade Salsa's, uh, what's the website? Oh, they're doing farmer's markets. Eastmark Farmer's Market. Uh, the 12th and the 26th of this month. You can go to that. Oh, it's so good. Uh, they're on Facebook and Instagram, too. And you can see it just upgrades also the best. But, yeah, if you can find them on Lost Our Home. The, the Doberman trying. are, it's just neat. But I just wanted it to be real questions. I wanted it to be like, you know, my husband sometimes has, he smells like perfume. And he's got a big fat secretary. I think he's eating double meals. He's gaining weight real fast. Investments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Should I get crypto? And the dog's like, mm, crypto's having a bad month. Like, I just, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know who asks. Who asks dogs questions? <laughs> I just don't. You're really, things are not going well in your life when you're like, when the dogs say, to do this, I'll do it. Wedding invites. Right. Should I ask 
Ronald to the wedding. <laughs> He's been kind of a dick since college. I don't know, but it's funny to me. And when people wish. It's 11-11. I wish that she would come back to me. Of course you do. You do that all the time. It doesn't matter what time it is. So, good luck with your 11-11 wish. I used to have a girl that I'd drive to school, and we had to go over train tracks to her house. And uh, every time we did it, she'd lift her feet and hands up when you go over the train yeah. tracks. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, it's terrible luck to have... Like, No, it's not. Stop it. What? Who taught you this hooey? How are you How are you an adult almost? I she was like 16. She got laid too. then, right? Because she she's love. pretty stupid, obviously. Uh, I rolled around with her in her trailer park. Was this LA I told you. Guy, I had to, uh, I told, no, no. That was, she, this was this was after she was LA got for the ceiling again. Yeah, this was yeah. She was yeah. She was look. She, I told her after the first time I was like playing around with her. I'm, I didn't say it out loud, but in my mind I'm thinking, you've been lifting your feet over those railroad tracks, and this is the kind of luck you got. I'm on top of you. It's not working. You have the worst luck ever. That was after the LA guy girl okay. when I had kind of said I got a bone a poor chick. Her and her mom moved into these trailers over by Golfland. And you you came to the conclusion, I was right. Should have stayed away. Oh, 100%. She didn't want to go back to the trailer. So we were at the point, which is now Arizona Grand. Yeah. Yeah. And she just laid down on the grass. We parked and we're walking around. Take me here. Kind of. Oh, nice. Oh, she kind of yeah. that's a good angle. And I said, for what? I'm like, oh, geez, you mean like outdoor sex? Okay. All right. So I'm rolling around with her for a little bit on this, on this, you know. Little night putting? Little, little grassy knoll. <laughs> it wasn't on the golf course it wasn't either. On the golf no, course? we were just up oh. by the hotel and there's like grass outside. And I'm like, all right. And I start doing stuff with her. This is a good angle. And then, and then I said, we got we to gotta get back into the car. I'm cold. So we started, we, we went home. And, and that was when I found out where she lived. And it was the trailer. Oh, so you didn't know that before? No, and then I started to drive her back and forth. Though. Well, this was a different girl, actually. This was the trailer girl. The other girl was that she was in the same trailer park. But the one I'm telling you about is this. Man. That was later, after LA girl. The, the girl in high school, I rolled around with her for a little bit, but she didn't have like a trailer. Yeah, she had a trailer. There was a trailer. But it had a, like they had taken time to build the porch around it. Well, you so it's not mobile anymore. from Alice or something? I mean, <laughs> I gave her, I gave her the good like thumbs up because your family decided to build like a deck around it. So they're basically saying it's a house now. It's not. We're not moving. You had sissy and bud on the roll bar. There was there was a, there was a close. But something about those Jamie Presley trailer girls, like they're. And I felt bad because the girl that was on There's the hill, a diamond in the rough. The girl on the hill. Am I confusing them? The first girl's mom. Get your trailer straight. Yeah, I gotta get my trailer broad <laughs> straight. The first, well, okay, so yeah, that's right. The first girl's mom was, had uh, been in an abusive relationship and then had to move into the trailer. And that was the one where she built the deck. Sissy. The girl on the hill. That's when you're the king of Contiki. <laughs> the Contiki was awesome. <laughs> the girl on the hill was the one that later I took back to that same trailer park and didn't want much to do with her afterwards. But I rolled around with her a little bit. And so when you're rolling yes, in there, you're like, yeah, I'm I've familiar been here. with I've this been here. And I look, you know what? I remember looking for the, the one with the deck, and it wasn't there. There was a lot more trailers there, though. Back, back when I was in high school when I was driving that girl back and forth, uh, there weren't as many. <laughs> I just knew Golfland was close by. They had built some office complex. She was a, I didn't even know if that's still there. Do you? The trailer park? I don't remember there one being there around right there behind uh, that shopping center. It was like, I don't think jammed. It yeah. was jammed in the middle of that. There's like a... 
a heavy equipment rental place. Yeah. The Holiday Inn. Yeah, yeah. And then across the street, there's the trailer behind the heavy equipment on your way to golf lane. It might be oh, there still. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I haven't I been know. back in that area. Well, you got to go back. Like, you got to pass where you'd normally turn for golf lane. There's a, if I remember it, it's weird. But anyway, so blah, blah, blah. Yes, I rolled around with a girl in a trailer. The first one, not so much. The second one, in a big way. The first one was the good luck. Anyway, she used to lift her feet when we go over railroad tracks. That's Hightower over here. Nice. <laughs> and I, I rolled around with her. That was one. And then the girl on the hill was just... And then she stunk something fierce. I could, like, her armpit smelled. <laughs> of course she did. When we were on, when we were on, when we were on, the, on the hill. It's all coming back now. She was a little bit thicker than what I liked. So I really, I was just kind of horny more than anything else. Yeah, it's action. Stuffed her on the hill and went, all right. I didn't make babies with it. I think she would have. And the weird part was she made me drop her off far from her trailer. Here's good. Here's good. I'm like, okay. And then she like scrambled up to the trailer. We both did. I was going in there, but for some reason we had to park far away. Don't want to wake my boyfriend. Nah, probably. My dad. Her, her dad didn't. You know, slash boyfriend. <laughs> My stepdad will get mad if he sees him with another man. I know. <laughs> All right. Can we do it on the deck? You guys built it. The one deck was really nice. Was like, that guy was handy. Yeah, some of those setups are... Eh, not really, baby. <laughs> but anyway, how did that happen? I wish I'd have never told 11, that story. 11 11 11 yeah, that's right. Because the girl that lifted uh, her feet on the train bonus track. today. Lift him up. She used to get upset that I was driving and I wouldn't take my hands off the wheel and lift my feet. She thought I was going to get decapitated or something. And I'm like, hey... You got to drive over the train tracks. You can't have these wacky unicorn, you know, trapper keeper wishes all the time. I'm driving. You got to lift your hands up and your feet up and go over in that. Otherwise, it's bad luck. Yeah, the one I had was more of a joking thing. Anytime oh, this girl meant it. Yeah. That's... She meant it. It's like me and my sister's stupid tarot cards, and she bought a crystal ball and none of that stuff. Playing Stevie Nicks records in the background. Oh, and I understand Stevie Nicks is into it and you can like her, but it, it still doesn't. It's not It's not a thing. It doesn't work. It may, look, I, people always go, how do you know? Why do you close your mind to that? All right. Someday they may find there's some juice in the idea of, of trying to find another dimension. We have not found it yet through a novelty crystal ball and playing cards that have pictures that some idiot looks at and has more more knowledge of the other life than you. It's just not a thing. And I always say that feeling bad that some people pay for it. I feel there's shysters out there, so many of them. Majority. that All of them. At this point, all of them. There's zero credibility to somebody doing that. I've seen mentalists, and they'll tell you after. It's a trick. It's not a gift I've been given. They showed a thing the other night before the Ravens game that the, the Ravens hired this dude. He's amazing. And he had the Ravens in a in a um, conference room, and had Lamar Jackson, and said, uh, "You know, you got to picture it to have it happen. Picture, make it happen." And and, and he's like, yeah, "I'm going to give big you big part of sports psychology." Goes, yeah, a huge. And he said, "So, what do you think the Ravens should do? We win, win the Super Bowl." And he said, "All right." And he goes, uh, "Pick a team that you're." And he said, "How about?" And he goes to the crowd of, the, of Ravens. Goes, "Take a note." He goes, "San Francisco." He goes, All right, uh, San Francisco. He goes, "What's the score?" And Lamar said, "Like 35-14." And he said, okay, let's go. Uh, who's playing uh, halftime? And I can't remember what the answer was. It was uh, Kodak Black. And the guy goes, Kodak. He goes, all right. And he hands Lamar an envelope that's all stapled up. It's all stapled. He goes, yeah. He opens it up and he looks and he goes, the Ravens will defeat the San Francisco 49ers 35-14. to Halftime show Justin Bieber. And then he said, uh, and he said, all right. So he said, I think you were, and he pointed to the guy who said Kodak Black. He said, you were probably thinking of Justin Bieber first. 
And he said, uh, but, you know, can't win them all. And then he reads on and he goes, but due to unforeseen circumstances, Justin Bieber cannot be there. Kodak Black has been added. And he just puts his hands up like, got him. And it's so funny to watch because they freak. They lost them. Every yeah. one of them <laughs> ran out of the room. They were like, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's, he's black he's magic. A he's a witchcraft. He's a sorcerer. And it's a trick somehow. It's a trick. Like the Penn and Teller used to throw books into the audience to prove that it's a trick. And, and you know, subtly coerce you into the page they want you to turn it to. And then you'll read it, th- or they'll tell you what page you're on. They'll go, oh. It's, it's, a, it's basically mad. So stop spending your money with psychics and anything else with the idea that it's actually real. Novelty, fine. Go in, $25, laugh, hysteric. Don't change your life because a psychic or a Doberman told you to. I didn't think I'd trust a Doberman, actually, before Doberman uh, doesn't Mrs. Rita yep. down there. Do- Doberman doesn't have uh, ulterior motives financially. He's just doing it because he's been trained to pick up the cards. But, I mean, it's, it, it was pretty... It was pretty neat. that she, I was more impressed that she's got these things trained as well as she does. I mean, it was, the behavior list was amazing. Man, and, yeah. Went with you. yeah, you come. Well, I think they're coming back. Couple. Right. Look at look at the website. I think they're. It's there not posted yet. I checked okay. it. Yeah, I'll show you. I got the clip okay. on my phone. It was neat. I mean, you remember uh, during the height of the first wave of COVID, the uh, they were using dogs and the accuracy of being able to oh, to say, see if people had stuff. Yeah, they've got they've got special skills. Dogs can, you know, stop seizures and know when somebody's going to have an attack. And they've got special skills. We don't understand because we they can't talk. But if we get this card thing straightened out, now we're talking. You've got cancer. Dog picked up a card and brought it to me. How would, how would you like to have that? My dog at Vegas. You have your assistant dog, your Dobie, next to you. Oh man, oh. blackjack. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hit me. I got eighteen. What are you talking about, Scoob? You <laughs> hit me. Oh, no. Uh, oh, three. How'd he do it? <laughs> so we're going to have to ask you and your Doberman to leave. <laughs> your magic Doberman. Your magic gambling dog. Anyway, don't fall for that kind of stuff. Wishes. Hopes. Hope. It's a dangerous trailer thing. Trailer park broads. Yeah. <laughs> what? And trailer park broads. Yeah. And that. Don't trust. John, so what you're telling me is the only game you had in high school was trailer trash? I mean, you got Payson, Railroad Girl, yeah. and now uh, I didn't an have, L.A. guy. Look, a zero game in high school. And we're not even talking about high school. Uh, L.A. Girl was high school. The lady after the fact was, uh, I was probably 20, maybe 19 or 20. So I was out of high school with the girl on the side of the hill. And she's yeah. just... And the other one... What about Payson Girl with the teeth or the tooth missing and stuff? She wasn't missing a tooth. I think a filling <laughs> fell out in my mouth. Oh, that's right. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I think right. a filling fell out of my mouth. Ooh. I'm almost positive oh, she lost nut. a filling. Well, I mean, I'm a... It was passionate. It, was a, it could have been a corn nut, but it had more of a metallic flavor. I think it was one of those old mercury fillings. I think I got one of those old 1950s fillings that her dad it's did. still in you. Oh, it's definitely caused some moles. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. Her name was Kendall, if I remember right. I think a filling fell out in my mouth. She liked me because I had them, oh, you must have some money wearing them bugle boy shorts. <laughs> and all yeah. your teeth. And all those teeth of yours. Damn. She had to take a break from dry humping for a smoke. Her nicotine addiction was so strong. I'd really love continuing this passionate uh, make-out sesh, but I got to have a parliament. She stood in the hallway. He's got a Levi's Jeep. This guy (laughs) has got his own car. 
bugle boy shorts and enough money to get a room at the night's end in Payson. I mean, <laughs> uh, excuse me, you can just call me Mrs. Rockefeller because I'm taking a baby from him. Jackpot. <laughs> she wouldn't leave me alone either. We got kicked out of the hotel for making too much noise. Went back to her friend's house. And I don't know why we didn't go there in the first place. You were uh, one night away from living in Payson oh, for years. Man. Nope. One night away from uh, the story of uh, Phoenix resident hang self in Payson. <laughs> Pregnant fiance uh, distraught. That's what the headline would have said. Oh, I couldn't have gotten that one for it. That was brutal. Yeah, and then that we're kissing and she's on me, and I'm pretty sure that was a filling. <laughs> I'm almost positive. I have to tell myself it was a filling because what else could it have been? And I don't want to know if it was like a chunk of chicken or, but it had metal. It was a. I know. I don't want to. I'd rather have it be dental work than just something. Some rogue floater. <laughs> I don't want that. Anyway, yuck. Yeah, I didn't get laid a lot at all, in fact. Uh, and I didn't nail her either. Just a lot of rolling around. I rolled around the sides of hills. A lot of, a lot of ugly poor girls. <laughs> oh, man. I only had one one encounter, hillbilly, more or less. That's what you said. River Hicks over there on Scioto River. Oh, yeah. Over there at night. And meet these girls. Next thing you know, you're rolling with one. Yeah, and then that All was right. that once she, uh, you know, couldn't get the cigarette out of the way. Yeah, she wanted to kiss with it in. You're fancy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we were high falutin chatter, and you're talking. Yeah, she, she thought Brady had good diction. That's how hillbilly she was. <laughs> you speak nice. You talk like the king. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I don't know how. Happy Veterans Day. How did that happen? 11, 11, 11, 11. Nah, that's it. Make a wish that uh, those trailer girls are all gone. Everybody. I think everybody's had an encounter with a trailer girl. Have you? I think so. You have. I'm, tra- I'm sure. I'm sure. You grew up in Mason, too. Yeah, I'm sure. We had, And you moved to Gilbert when it was still really Gilbert. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't even know if you'd recognize a trailer we, girl. You when we moved, moved out there, it was like, you're ruining my life. Yeah. Why are you moving the hell out here? Because yeah, you guys were in. Did you ever oh, roll yeah. around Oof. in a cowboy hat? No. No cowboy hats. Were you a greaser? But there were lots of them. Did you? Were you in the? I was auto, a skater. Auto, oh, okay. Yeah, I was a skater. Yeah, but right. out there at that time, there was nothing. It was Mormons or cowboys. That's it. We had a girl in school from the Gilbert High School. It couldn't be there anymore because it was so Gilberty back then. It was it was Mormons, yeah. cowboys, and like rules. And oh, yeah. one girl showed up at Dobson, and she was beautiful. I mean, like she used to go to Gilbert High. I was like, "What happened?" And I remember talking with her. I'm like, "Why did you like you still live out in Gilbert? How come you had?" I had to switch schools. Like, why? Rumor started that I was pregnant. I'm like, oh, oh, because I was pregnant. Nine months later, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm gonna write. oh, I see. But she got it uh, hoovered out of there. Had to tell everybody because she was Mormon. So. I guess the church tells on you. That's a different style. So they kicked her out they of Gilbert. Her out. It wasn't. <laughs> her whole family got the boot. Man. I mean, they were, if I remember right, she was like, they were in a religious mess because she got it sucked out and then told the church and the church, like, basically. Ex- Dad was one of those important people and he had to lose his position in the church and all that because his daughter was a. That'll do it. Yep. Back then, Gilbert was like, it was like it the was, Gestapo yeah, running that it place. It was a different place. Yeah. It was a different place. Yeah, remember the alcohol and Mason mm-hmm. Gilbert couldn't you couldn't buy it until like one in the afternoon yeah. and now weird. they set record numbers of volume yeah, of alcohol they, well, cause, Yeah, because the internet made them question their religion. Now they drink it drink it back to normal every night. 
Anyway, yeah. Well, happy Veterans Day. And don't wish for anything. It's wishing is a waste of time. Just Get some of your freebies. Action. As a as it has been said many times, action is the difference between wanting and getting. Got a show. So wishing is nothing. Stop wishing. At eleven eleven, wish that all wishes were nothing. <laughs> wish that you had more ambition. That's what you need to wish for. The best of Holmberg's morning sickness on 98 KUPD. Uh, if you haven't planned it, today's the day you can make the decision. I say a National Vasectomy Day. Uh, Dr. Lynn out there is awaiting your call at Sunrise Urology. Uh, and two very satisfied customers in the room. One Absolutely. that will be coming on right after us. <laughs> ah, I, <saw> that. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. It can't hurt you now. Larry. So many good vasectomies in the building. So few children on the planet. And I believe that the children are a detriment to the future. So let's get rid of as many as we can before the problems start. And now without abortion, and they're going to, you know, oh, we got that Katie Hobbs there. She's going to try. But, you know, if they start toying around with the abortion, you're going to need a, a guy shooting blanks. So men shooting blanks, they're the future. My buddy Brett texted me and he said, uh, you guys talking about a, a vasectomies this morning reminded me of how I had to do mine because I had to take my cup of stuff to Safeway. Yeah. Because they got a lab inside the Safeway at 32nd Street and Camelback. Brett had to drop his off at the USPS, <laughs> which I find hysterical. Some poor mailman had to go tote and carry my load. seed around. And uh, my buddy uh, Brett Keir Hardtime said, uh, I still remember pushing my wife's head off and then running over to that little cup. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I didn't think you were allowed to have, like, other substances in there. I'd have tried that. My favorite part of vasectomy day was sitting in the lobby at Dr. Lynn's office next to that. Uh, it was a really, uh, like, a big dude. He was a, one of those just people, just hands were huge, body was huge, just a big man, a uh, big black guy. And he's sitting next to me, and we're waiting, and it's a lobby packed full of folks. And we're waiting, and he turns to me. He goes, how you doing, man? I'm like, I'm all right. He goes, you in for the, uh, I'm like, yep. And getting her chopped up. All right, all right. Gets quiet. How many kids you got? None. And he does that, huh, face. <laughs> you got none? How you get to that age have no kids? I'm like, I just didn't ever, I never wanted any. And he goes, neither did I, but I got five. <laughs> <laughs> and I just laughed for 20 minutes. Five kids, and he had to, he closed up shop after five. Enough. I don't want any more of these little demons stealing my stuff. He didn't want any of them. Stepped out of the office and Nick Cannon slapped yeah, Exactly. <laughs> I didn't want any kids. And then, of course, we ended up, oh, no, no, no. You know, I love my kids. Right. You have to say that. But initially, your first reaction was, I don't want any of these. And I ended up with five of them. Happy National Vasectomy Day, everybody. If you're having one. World. World, right. World vasectomy. Cut your, cut them out. Oh, what a free get the day off for this. And it's just a response. You know what? And if you're, and if, I'll tell you this: Don't. if you're an environmentalist, or you're one of those people that truly believes in the saving the planet, which is a phrase I can't stand, uh, you not having a vasectomy proves you're a hypocrite. Because all you're trying to do is bring more people to the party, and that's the true problem with the environment and all the uh, ills that will kill off the humans is that we've overpopulated. Selfishly so cramming up this planet with our own stuff and our own needs and then blaming the planet for, uh, you know, you're not going to survive us. How about we take a step back, vasectomize, yeah. and move on. Stop making 20 kids because God said to, whatever God you believe in. Or you think it's your right. More people that think like Brett and I, mm-hmm. better off this planet will be. Amen, brother. Thank Preach you, on. Thank you. I'm preaching it. <laughs> or be like Brady and have one. That's plenty.
to realize how awful having kids is. You don't need to have two. Ugh. I say the same thing about uh, animals. I mean, think of how responsible we are with that message. Spay and neuter your pet the day you get it, for crying out loud. Don't be irritable. But with us, it's like, well, in order to make the species go on, well, the species is going on without you, Jenny. But I have to continue the human race. On your own? What are you, Eve? <laughs> Put the D down and have it get chopped up and you'll be fine without him. You never know what love is until you've given birth to a child. Well, and I guess it's like being born blind. I'll never know. I seem fine. <laughs> I also have to say thanks this morning to a guy named, uh, oh, there's two, Michael Higgins. Right? Yeah. Otherwise known as Batman. He is the man responsible for... Uh, for giving us this uh, glorious uh, thing you heard earlier today. He, for some reason, sits in his house. Roger! I don't know where he put he it. He went to, there he is. Uh, did you put that in here? Oh, you got it. Okay. He sits in his house and he listens to the show. And then he makes uh, bumpers and sounders for us. Like the in-between-the-song stuff. The nutty AKUPD. He does stuff with those at home. For no reason, he'll send him over to us. He he made. The, do you have it ready? He made this one. You are the cancer that is tearing this nation apart. Holmberg's morning sickness. Good day. I said good day. That's the Willy Wonka. Such a strong move, and we have to say thanks to him. Uh, one of our listeners just taking his spare time and making stuff for our show, which is fantastic. So. Uh, if you're a listener and you'd like to do, it's like when the news was like, if you want to take pictures of crime scenes for us and send them to us, that means we don't have anything to do. The drop of the day. Yeah, right. We'll, we'll take it. But he's been doing a ton of them and they're all good. That might be the best one we've got on the, so that's going right in. Thank you to Michael. And then another thank you as uh, the listeners keep making things better. Back in January, I said out loud, and I don't remember this, but I do rem- I'm do. i glad I did. He said, uh, back in January, I said, man, as many times as we say, great band name. Mm. As many times as we say, great band name. <laughs> somebody should keep an eye on this, because we always forget them. Devin Reek has remembered all the way back from the day I said it, as many times as, as we've said it, as many times as he caught it, and wrote down every time we said, ooh, great band name, and, and has a list. Nice. Of all the times we did it. On oh, January 24th, Buffalo CPAP. I have no idea the, <laughs> why that one. Buffalo CPAP is awesome. I think it was a chicken wing discussion with you and, and a CPAP got involved. Did you just look at Brady and say, I'm, I'm assuming it was a chicken wing discussion? <laughs> 90% accurate, just guessing. <laughs> we didn't need per- results yeah, no, no, no. we, we knew. No, 10% no, wait, chance of failure, 10%. You're a wing guy. Yeah, yeah. Ah, it's been a while since we talked of wings. Sedona My Face. I remember that one. I remember that. that Sedona My Face. The Blackface Babies was a couple days after Valentine's Day. I really... (laughs) I don't know why that is. From one of of those uh, antebellum parties that that they had or whatever? I don't think so. I think there might have been a baby that had something on its face. Like, oh, it's a Blackface Baby. Great band name. Uh, Tooth on Brick. I actually kind of like that one. Uh, Ooh, this one's rough. Uh, hits the taco. Uh, oh, man. Poop and hemorrhage was a march. That's a great band name. Oysters on the flagpole. <laughs> <laughs> Corona scrape. Oh. Uh, <sighs> abortion leak. Okay. 
which was the whole th- who leaked this? Remember, we had the big abortion leak. Was yeah. some, that was back in May. That was on Cinco de Mayo that we had the abortion leak in the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court abortion leak. Uh, milk the geeks. Ladyboy prostate. Bones of an unknown woman. <laughs> That's <laughs> that might be my favorite. Clash of Prayers. Cambodian prostitute Roe v. Wade and their album Pee on the Stick. Manson Christ. Come here, honey. Only it's spelled, uh, and yeah. then here is H-E-A-R. Christ with Strangers. I like that one. Ankle Meat. <laughs> the Blazing Rainbows. These are great band names. Strawberry Pop-Tart and a Poo. Oh. <laughs> Navajo Butt Stabbers. Wait a minute. And, <laughs> and Apu or A-P-O-O? I don't know what we were talking about that <laughs> brought up Navajo Butt Stabbings, but that was in July. That was right around my birthday. Uh, eight four. This is the one I would go for. Unavoidable dick. I like that. That's not bad. I want to know all the stories that are behind it. So Devin, for next year, if you stay with us and do this again, a little cliff note. Yeah, a little, little, yeah, a little edit there on the thing. Say, so here's He's what got you the guys. Dates are. on there. Maybe yeah, I'll maybe put it together for our Christmas vacation. Great idea. Bile avalanche. Oh. Digital blackface. Brett's been on the show for a while. <laughs> I remember this topic too. Pussy slaughterhouse. Oh, <laughs> those, those cats they found. Yeah. Uh, CPV. Does anybody remember the CPV band name? Cerebral palsy vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Vaginal tears. Shortly after that. Remember that one. Murder is worse than boobs. Dupe the rubes. Dupe the rubes is solid. And then starting it just on the first of November. Unexpected nipples or sudden nipples. Yep. Smooth brain mushhead. That was for you. Yep. Necro pants, awesome. Indian flamingo, and then of course today, young Griselda. <laughs> it's fresh in our minds. Young Griselda is good. But out of all the, I got to thank Devin for keeping an eye on all this for us. That's good job, awesome. Devin. Yeah, Devin, excellent work. Uh, get a life, man. Get a life. Get a life, Devin is a good band name. Get a life, Devin. He's writing it down. Yeah. Oh, hey. 11.18 at uh, 8.35 a.m. Get a life, Devin. And I should probably do that. But thank you, Devin, for not having a life. You've brought back all those. So those are the band names so far. And there's still a month and a half to go. All the show with none of the fluff. Let's get started. There's more of the best of Holmberg's morning sickness. This segment brought to you guys by our friends over there at Action Ride Shop. Now, Black Friday's almost upon us, and they got the deals going on for you over there on Black Friday. 10% off complete snowboard and ski packages, $20 hoodies and flannels, $5 hats and shirts. All in-stock bikes will be on sale, and here's the big one. They got a doorbuster going on from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. This is while supplies last only. 50% off commuter e-bikes. That's right, 50% off commuter e-bikes while supplies last. Now that's going on from 10 to 2 p.m. on Black Friday. Go to actionrideshop.com or just go visit the boys over there on Gilbert Road and Southern for full details. We're ready to go on another uh, a week uh, that's going to be this last full week for a while. I can't believe next week. I believe I'm right, right? That's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Holy crap. We're having everybody our a week from today. Oh, you are? Yeah. You're doing it at your place. Yeah, so uh, who's I coming? Go shopping. A lot of people? Uh yeah. Oh boy. It feels like ten. No kidding. Ten or twelve, yeah. Everything's homemade. Uh, doing the noodles. Yep. The 
lasagna? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to Brett's. That's, that's a Thanksgiving. That's, that's better. Uh, we still have turkeys for everybody else, but, you know. I had that's, a, uh, that's in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> I had a thing Saturday I went to uh, with my, uh, we just had to go to, just we didn't have to. We went to this uh, thing with my buddy Mark and his wife, and uh, one of Mark's uh, friends slash clients slash friends came by, and his dad was with him from uh, New York. And two of the greatest moments ever. Because Mark's, you know, an affable. My friend Mark is just an affable, nice guy. Big, roly-poly, giant, fat, affable, nice guy. And he uh, he's talking to uh, this guy's dad's name was Phil. And Phil is from, you know, up up, up or uh, east side, up in, or up a west side Manhattan, Morningside Heights area. A little bit north of that. You wouldn't know. <laughs> so he's telling me all this stuff. Goes, yeah, you won't know me. I'm talking to him about hip replacements because you know I can talk to the elderly. I'm I'm in with them. I, I had my hip you done. It was throw nothing. down hard. You had both yours done. No fun. I'm sure of it. But ah, what are you going to do? So I'm like, oh yeah, I'm in old man conversations. I can talk Doja Cat with the kids. I can. I, I'm, I'm I'm multifaceted in the world of discussions. So I'm chatting with him and stuff, and I think he kind of takes up. He bonds with me a little bit. I'm not sure he like big fat roly poly Mark. Not really. Mark's okay. But you could sense that New York thing. It reminded me, I, yeah. this, this is, has to be what your Thanksgiving's going to be like. So we're talking, and a song comes on in the restaurant and starts. He goes, oh, no, this is music. And I forgot who it was at the time. He goes, oh, and so we go in a conversation about music. And he goes, you know, Billy Joel's got a, a standing uh, uh, date at Madison Square Garden. Like, once a month he plays. They sells the place out. It's unbelievable. And I'm like, yeah, it's uh, pretty pretty amazing. And uh, he said, yeah, I like this. I like this. He starts rattling off Mark, really pulling Mark. Decides in. He goes, uh, uh. Oh, have you ever seen Barry Manilow live? And, the, and, and Phil just freezes and looks at him and, no. <laughs> like, Moving uh, on. The word no, two letters. That's all he said, no, two letters. Also, somehow managed to call Mark a twink. <laughs> somehow managed to say, you're useless, you're not a father anymore, I don't think you're... It was amazing what his... Dead to me. His, <laughs> way, of, yeah, his way of saying no was no. Mark, I mean, it devastated him. Just devastated him. It was hilarious. Of course he hasn't seen Barry Mental. He goes, you were with me. Like, I know I saw him. But I'm going to admit it to this guy. Stick you with a knife. So uh, he's, he's like, there's alleys in my uh, area. You just, you know, as a, growing up as a kid, you just, you know, that's where they lived. And you don't walk down those streets. You know what I'm saying? You stay and, away from that one. And I had to get clarification. I'm like, they? Oh, come on. Who, no, it was Italians. He was talking about mob guys. Just you know, you a few. Ro- so we're we're chatting away, and then he said, uh, "So, radio station, you you work at a radio station?" I'm like, yeah. And he's just staying for a few days. And yeah, he said, "Yeah, yeah." The, uh, yeah, the morning I was getting up, I got getting to getting to the uh, <clears throat> car, and uh, said, "Radio's just different now." He said, "I get the, the guy on the in the ass talking about you know having these, these pussy attacks, and he's sleeping in his office, and he and he passed out, and he's uh, like, hey, that was me." <laughs> I had to turn it. I thought you were a nutbag. <laughs> hey, Phil. I mean, you're just sitting there at work. You get so much stress. Boo-hoo. You fall on your ass. He's all stressed out. I'm like, this guy's going crazy on the radio. I don't want to hear this. <laughs> like, this is great. Someone that's tough. This is my favorite uh, evening out. With I'm like, you're, you have to meet my friend Brett. <laughs> and the waitress comes by. We went to L'Amour, which is pretty good Italian. Really good, actually. And she comes by and starts talking about the... Uh, uh, What's the one fish soup, but it's not the name of fish soup. It's the... Uh, oh, uh, cup, cappuccino cup... Uh, no, uh, Chapino. Chapino. Yeah. Chapino. Talking about Chapino, and he goes, ah, super de fish. <laughs> and I'm like, what? We call it super de fish. Fish soup. It should come in a bucket. 
I get it. Because you get too much, too much for two people, maybe, tops, three. But you can't do that by yourself. And then every time she came back and said, uh, with the Chipino, uh, the super de fesh. Like, I love this guy. <laughs> I love this guy. Yeah, but I'm hanging out with New York Italians. And all I thought it's was, different. Yeah, I got I to gotta be around Brett for Thanksgiving. And now I know. <laughs> Is it Italians all coming over? Uh, no, no. Oh. So there's going to be fights? Well, yeah. Yeah, there's I mean, going to be a couple it's, Italians. It's, it's holidays. I mean. Some non-Italians that are going to be offended by just general conversation. Not necessarily offended. More like having uh, their popcorn and just watching what's going on. Yeah. Oh, it was the best. Oh, it was so fun. Get a little taste of that, too. Not quite as... But it's there with Tony Casanova. Oh, Tony's got a whole load of it. Yeah, Tony's got it. But this was that, uh, it's just that that abruptness of of no. I mean, that Barry Manilow no was the biggest I've ever heard. I've seen Billy Joel a few times. I like him. I think he's very good. I saw Eric Clapton once. I like, you know, they're the greats. You know, and Dean Martin wanted into it. You know, Dean Martin did this thing. Mark in his, two, two seconds off from stuffing his face with something fattening and said, uh, have you seen Barry Manilow live ever? No. <laughs> and it just was like a train hit the conversation. It just ended it. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to be. He didn't have the wings. He didn't have any the slick ah. wings. It was great. But, yeah, I'm like that was an unexpected, phenomenal evening. Very with, mellow, with a gift. Though. Why would Mark ask that? It's because yeah, he, just, he just wanted. Mark could feel that this person was. You know, when you're in that moment, you're like, why doesn't this guy like, like me? He's getting along with everybody else. And you could kind of sense he thought Mark was a. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of a waste of carbon fiber. Just kind of a, a mass of humanity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You keep eating anyway. Banker. <laughs> Banker, you're going to steal my money. I know about your people. Kanye was right. <laughs> so anyway, it was, uh, it was a great night, but I just I thought of you the whole time because I'm like, good Lord. And even Megan turned and said, I think that's Brett's dad. No, it is. <laughs> Pretty sure. Just keep up appearances and everything. So just smile and nod. He hates Barry Manilow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was a good time, though. But thanks. If Phil's listening right now, no, I'm not about to lose my mind and pass out on the on the ground. This guy's going on and on. He's like, lost his mind. His marbles have fallen out of his ears. He's passing out at work. Jesus Christ. Guy's losing it. <laughs> Turned it. <laughs> like, that was me. So I have listened to you. Yeah, for a minute, I guess. Whatever. Cease and desist at once. The rest of Homeburg's morning sickness. This is the Big Red Radio. It's John Holmberg here, and this rerun of a Brady Report, which is probably a good one, is brought to you by our friends at Hooters. And if you haven't gotten the calendar yet, well, you should do it. Hooters calendars are on sale right now. 2024 is creeping up on us, and the calendar from Hooters is there. And it features 19 Arizona Hooters girls, including our friends Avery and Olivia. Plus, each calendar includes $150 worth of coupons and a collector's cup. Pretty cool. Get your 2024 calendar today for $16.99 only at Hooters Brady. Report it again. A couple of baseless fun facts. Hippo skins can naturally produce sunscreen. Huh. They secrete a red fluid that works as an antibacterial and a sunscreen against the harsh sun in Africa. Yeah. Lizzo never has to wear sunscreen again. <laughs> that hippo's well, already that, producing Brett, it. Brett Fesley, you can take the week off for that one. Well played. She gets her nails. My <laughs> nails and my curls. I don't need no sunscreen. You should probably put on a little sunscreen. There's a lot of skin here. I secrete a natural juice that blocks the sun. You secrete a lot of juice, I imagine. Oh. You are a human secretion. 
during the Battle of Bunker Hill. Wouldn't it be great if you were in the sun with Lizzo and it's like, Lizzo's getting a little hot. And she just goes, and you hear, just leaking out her pores. Now I'm protected. (laughs) You got copper tone in there? In a uh, survey on family gatherings, one in three people fake smile to pretend enjoying a relative's cooking. Oh. And one in three. Two out of five. Do it to pretend like uh, to pretend to like a gift. Can you imagine bad, oh, yeah. bad gravy at Brett's house? That's not being kept. Secret. Oh, that's it's, someone's gonna get knifed. If you brought bad gravy, you oh, don't yeah. you don't oh, talk yeah. about you the don't gravy. Bring gravy to no. an Italian's house. Yeah, you get knifed. Yeah. Why would I bring my own? I never told you guys the greatest mother-in-law moment my mom ever had, which was uh, my ex uh, made Thanksgiving dinner once. This I, it reminded me of it because I told Amy the story yesterday. Uh, and we had Thanksgiving at our house, and she decided she was going to make the turkey. Well, uh, everybody's Thanksgiving is contingent on mom's cooking. Right. That's what you base it on. And it's never better than that. because that's what my, So my mom's stuffing is the best stuffing in the world. Of to course. me. Of course. You would eat yeah. it and go, not as good as my mom's right. stuffing. Yeah, and yeah. I would eat your mom's stuffing and think the same. So uh, the ex-wife puts this whole thing together. We had people coming over who wouldn't eat a regular turkey. Had of an organic turkey. She made two full nine. Up the nerves through the moon. She's racked with anxiety and puts together that she was at the Le Cordon Bleu cooking school for a couple of weeks trying to because they, they offered, ah, offered classes of a Thanksgiving thing. And she made this stuffing that was like couscous with lemons and it was weird. But we're all like, all right, not bad. You're giving it your all. It's your Thanksgiving. So we're all sitting at the table, and the stuffing's going by, and we're all looking at each other like, what is this yellow, green, what is this? And, and Horrible. And so we all kind of looked at each other, and so the stuffing is, and my mom wipes her mouth and goes, oh, my God, I totally forgot. I'll be right back. Goes out to the car, comes in with a full, like, uh, Pilex or whatever those things are. Of yeah, Pyrex. 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 Stuffing. Yeah. Well, it's, my, ours is Asian. It's Pilex. So she brings this thing of stuffing in an apple pie and goes, I totally forgot I made this. You did? And it was her original <laughs> stuffing. And poor Geneva at the time was just like ready to sob because my mom basically said, this Save. is terrible. I brought extra Thanksgiving. <laughs> I left it in the car. I was just going to throw it out if this was good, but since mom, it's not. it's still hot to the yeah, touch. Yeah, it was in the car. She remembered to make it. She remembered to box it up, put it in the car, and then just forgot to bring it in. Until she found out that the stuffing was awful, and she drug it in the house with an apple pie. I also made a delicious apple pie. Totally didn't trust that this lady could pull it off. And then, like, stole all the thunder. It was the, like, her stuffing crushed. But then that lemon crap sat in the corner for a week. That twink stuffing? Uh, Whatever that was. Yeah, it was twink stuffing. Exactly. Only a twink could enjoy lemon couscous stuffing. What was she thinking? Aren't you American? Most people have heard of the uh, mental health hotlines like 988, dial 988. I just now heard uh, of that. You, which is for about suicide that, prevention. Suicide line was it's just 988? Now there's also something called warm lines. Worm or warm? Warm. Okay. They're like hotlines, but when things aren't so serious, not as urgent. When you just need to talk to someone. Huh. The website warmline.org has a directory with a ton of numbers listed by state. Some of them are operate 24-7. I can tell you something tragically hilarious about the worst panic attack I ever had. If you've ever gone through panic attacks, like real ones, and I never had, 
This one, like a Ted Lasso type, uh, it's debilitating. It's it you you want to die. Like it's it's the most overwhelming, odd sensation of death looming and is inevitable and all that. You can't even imagine. It takes you over in like seven to ten seconds. You are in this situation where you feel like you're in a plane that is crashing. There's nothing you can do. And my brain are was, there things that set it in motion, or does uh, it just happen? Yes and no. Like no. Sometimes it just gets you. Anxiety attacks are different than panic attacks. And panic attacks are scary. They're not the same. Hor- no, horrifying. Anxiety attacks build and get you, and you feel awful and all that, and they're no fun. Panic attack is like, guess what? You're dying right now. And it is, your body reacts like you're fighting for your life. And it just doesn't make sense. So I called because my brain kept saying, take enough aspirin to stop this. And I'm Googling like in the shakiest moment, how, like, how much aspirin take? do I take before it kills me but knocks me out? And I'm like, something's wrong. Like my brain isn't working. I, I'm, I'm way off here. So I dialed the suicide hotline to, to see like what do I do? Because I was in a – look, it's a panic attack. Everything you do is irrational. I'm losing my mind. I feel like I'm going to faint all the time. It was a bad connection. Excuse so, me? Yeah, so on the other line. Hello? Bill, I problem to help you with? We got a bad connection, Bill. This is no good. <laughs> I'm on the other line going, I got to find out how much aspirin I can take before I don't die. <laughs> Give me a call back uh, on a clear line. And then it's, that is what settled me down was kind of the absurdity of the national suicide hotline being disappointing. Like the connection was terrible and it was up to me still. It was weird. It was a weird, weird, weird feeling. Well, now if it's not as dramatic, yeah, I could have called a warm line. line. And uh, they say it's usually like twenty minutes. Some um, will go up to an hour. Yeah. Others let you talk as long as you need. It was, uh, yeah, but the, the bad connection and <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna have to have you repeat that. And then you kind of start coming and back to like earth a little grounded bit. Grounded you a little, a bit. a little bit. And then I just put ice all over my head and recognized that I didn't know what was happening. I honestly had no idea what was happening. I thought my body was closing up shop. They're horrifying. I got a quick Wild America. All right. Go get them. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your Wild America. Sixteen dolphins got stranded on a beach in Nova Scotia, Canada last Friday. People in the area heard about it on social media. So a bunch of people rushed down there with shovels, tarps, and sleds. To kill them. Saved all 16 of them. (laughs) To beat them to death with their shovels. Scott Peterson and his crew went down and said, I know what to do at a beach with some bodies. Report said over 100 people showed up. Oh, that's beautiful. No video of this at all? Yeah, there's some video. I was going to say, there's got to be. I was going to say, in this day and age. That's your wild America. Oh, this guy says, I was diagnosed with a panic disorder. Caused me to have random panic attacks three or four times a week. No cause. You're right. It's the worst feeling in the world. I feel for you. Take care of that. Those are legit. Would, he, would they put you on meds? No. You, there's just a... There's just a. You could probably go on meds. I'm sure if you got it like that. I didn't have it like that. But I was starting to... Like, I passed out here at work once. Nobody even knows that. I was in the office. I just woke up on the ground. Like, this what building is, or the old Yeah, this one. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And I woke up like nobody came in. Nobody found me in the office down the hall. I was huh. laying next to the bathroom. I woke up I'm like, I don't know how long I was down there. 
And that was where it started. Like it's just, it, it was just an overwhelming sense of responsibility and stupidity, and on, it was just weird. Is that something that uh, Katrina can help? Oh you yeah. With, well, that was one of the main reasons Johnny had to start heading into that situation. I was, oh, I was. That was the impetus. I've always had social anxiety. I've always I know, had anxiety. I've seen that with you. It it just graduated to the next level. You're weird. pretty good about that, though. You usually yeah. find somebody you're comfortable with, and you just get out of the situation. coping mechanisms. Toledo. Is that what that is? Yeah. And, and you know who's great about it is this guy right here. Oh, yeah. Brett is an amazing, recognize when you're uncomfortable, oh, pull you out. The bullpen arm. He is the bullpen arm. He <laughs> yeah. looks at me across the room and he hits us up like, want to pull the pitcher? Yeah. Get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's not funny, but it is sort of when you're not going through it. But you get a panic attack. There's nothing funny about that. Sorry to bring it up. I saw there. the other guy um, just the other day. There was an article. Guy had a panic attack. He was claustrophobic. And he got out of this tight space but he plunged to his death guy couldn't stop him he panicked oh he just yeah he just took off yeah you, you're just ir- irrational everything yep. is, everything is fear-based a guy in baton rouge louisiana was outside a bar called the bulldog around 1 30 in the morning friday night and he ran up to give his buddy a big hug didn't realize that his guy was in the middle of showing people his cool knife so the hug turned into an accidental stabbing. Ooh. I think it was the jump ups. Is he dead? No, he okay. survived. But, Chest uh, bump? You think that's no, what I don't know if he did the buddy oh. uh, jumped up and straddled him hug. Uh, what kind of buddies are you yeah, hanging what, what with? But that's on? how you greet each other? I'm, again, it's me and my Just the bulldog across, bar. People that uh, walk across the country. <laughs> Let me get up on you for a second. This is a nice greeting. Haven't seen you for a minute. Is that a knife in my stomach? That is awful. Sure enough. I regret this gigantic, <laughs> full tree climb of a hug I've given you. How's the fundraising going? Hey! <laughs> I thought I'd Winnie the Pooh and it has backfired. I wanted to sloth up on you, man, but I didn't realize you were showing a guy a seven-inch buck. <laughs> why are you doing that in public? You wouldn't, Brady, you'd never ask why. Why are you here? <laughs> Said Brady, never. <laughs> Replace that with, come on in. I'll talk to you about Jehovah's Witness. No knives allowed in the bulldog. That's right. That's a That should be a sign. Another texter says, hey guys, uh, that accidental stabbing happened to a friend of mine. It's more common than you'd think. Of course, he was sleeping with another friend's wife and was hugged 27 times. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't survive it, the, the love, though. Hey, Twitter world, talk about accidental stabbings. I remember one in Brentwood a while ago that was just terrible. You might have read about it in the news. All right, I'm just saying. That was Bray sent that one in. <laughs> it could have been one of his other defenses that Nicole was trying to hug him. Yeah, And he's showing his knife. She's trying to... A very bad hugger. Got her neck low. And... We had a Guinness World Record. Actually, it looks like uh, two of them. First one was in Casper, Wyoming. Bunch of guys got together. They got long beards. They tied them up together oh, no. and formed a beard line of 150 feet. Hmm. That's also weird. Previous record was a. Uh, in Germany in 2007, it was 62 feet, 6 inches. Tire they faces. shattered it 150 feet long. Exactly. Tire faces. We'll tie our faces together and let people photograph. There's a picture of the one guy, and then he's got beards yeah. tied on the other side. Yeah, I get it. 
It's not a concept that escapes me. It just doesn't seem like something I would do. The other record was... I'm also jealous because I can't do that. If you want to try... You want that? I would love that. You know, only because I can't do it. Once I had it, I'd hate it. If I had that... That's the Lorax. If I had that, exactly. (laughs) I would want no facial hair if I had that. But I have very bad facial hair, so I want that. It's like women with curly hair want straight hair. Women with straight hair want curly hair. I can go with that. Bald guys want... Then you could have your own personal mud flaps with back off on them. <laughs> That's right. And the first thing I would do is decorate them with the Yosemite Sam. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's right, Brady. I would carve them into that on a daily basis and I would maintain it. And the back off would be hard, but I would make it happen daily. That's cool. Of course it is. I have mud flaps on my face. <laughs> that died. Where's where? What happened to the Yosemite Sam mud flap? used to be fairly popular. Every once in a while, you might see him on some trucks. Yeah, but I mean, the dude in no, the truck. not the Yosemite Sam. Not Yosemite. You I've... still see the, the reclining girl. Yeah, the silhouette girl. The silhouette yeah. girl. She's more popular than the Yosemite. Yeah. That dude meant business. You stay away from <laughs> his. Off, you man. stay away from that truck of his. Or he'll, he's the rootinest toot and his semi-driver and all. Did your dad have that, Brett? No. He didn't? What he was wasn't on, that hillbilly. Is. What was on the back of his? He had something. No, no, because he, he drove for he drove for a truck line, so oh, they had their okay. own. That was there. He wasn't yeah. allowed to no, throw it. a freelancer. <laughs> he wasn't allowed to express his Blasquiat art. Uh, we can still get him here. You can? Oh, they're available. Look oh, at there that. we go. Order them up for the Jeep, please. <laughs> Merry please. Christmas. Oh, first off, Jeeps with mud flaps are the worst things in the world. <laughs> Second, I'm going to put them on the Maserati. Oh, yes. <laughs> even better. I didn't even think about that. That is the classiest thing you can put on a nice one. I might throw them on Alex's Jetta. I have to imagine that there's there were guys who looked at it. The first the first time a trucker's driving along on the oh. on the 95 and he sees another trucker with that and goes, oh, my God. That's exactly what I need to keep people away from a rig. Got to have it. <laughs> Got to have it. Back off. Where's the it says everything chain? I'm thinking. He's got his guns drawn. Remember at the time, Flying J probably couldn't keep him on the ship. Oh, those ba- those, there was a factory the size of the Amazon Fulfillment Center just churning out back off mud flaps in the 70s and 80s. One, I mean, just couldn't keep up. Like, this one's color's wrong. They won't care. Just keep printing. I wonder what was more popular than that. Just the reclining the, silhouette? Uh, the uh, silhouette bootleg girl. Mickey Mouse F. I. Ran. Yeah, F. I. Ran. <laughs> really? I don't remember seeing that one. Oh, I, I saw that. those on trucks. <laughs> what? Brady and I did a lot of road work in the Midwest <laughs> in the early 80s. F. I. Ran. I remember that vividly. Mickey, just a finger. Like a real big, like it was exaggerated middle finger of Mickey Mouse, and it just said, for no reason, <laughs> I ran. And that wasn't like, they didn't do it for other countries. It was just Iran. Late 70s, early 80s, when they stole all those hostages. This one says Iran or Ayatollah. Or 79. Yeah, 79, it was huge. And that we yeah, hated, we holding hated them, Iran. He's holding an American flag. Oh, I don't remember the flag. I just remember the giant Mickey finger. <laughs> thinking that was just, even as I was like six years old, I'm like, that's sacrilegious. That's when my dad used to drive us across Ohio to see his parents in Pennsylvania all the time. And yeah, the, the great views of... All of Indiana and all of Ohio before you get... That was it. Oh, that was a little different. But the one I remember was super in color. And the white gloves said it all. Boy, did we hate Iran. Out loud. That one's just a thumbs down. There were mud flaps, and there was... Yeah, that's the boot. You're looking at the real cheap one. Like, that's the one Disney would sue for. I'm pretty sure Disney was behind it. That's the one I remember. Kind of that style. Yeah, that guy. 
But F Iran. It was Iran only. It wasn't Russia. We didn't have the balls to say F Russia. It was F Iran. Hey, Iran. It must have been something we don't know that was and going then they on. they updated it. Yeah, they, they just changed the end to a Q. The, uh, there must have been something as kids we didn't realize that Disney had, like Iran said, no, Mickey Mouse. Like they made fun of us for Mickey Mouse. And then, because oh, that was a Western civilization. It was an iron on. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> oh, my Uncle Dennis had the shirt. I don't know if he made it, but evidently it was that was it. <laughs> that wasn't the same iron on he had, but my Uncle Dennis walked around with a, hey, Iran finger. That, that's Drunkle Dennis, right? Drunkle Dennis. All my uncles are Drunkle. <laughs> drunkle Doug, Drunkle Dennis. Uncle Donnie, he stays off the hooch because his brothers are a bad example. He was the youngest, or second. We had a little uh, red wave happen in North Carolina. Uh-oh. Haywood County. Oh, this, <laughs> yeah, a I county in North Carolina. Five. I thought this was a parenting problem. Yep. Yeah, no. Last night at Wakanda? No, they talked about the elections, you know, what would happen. Right. It really didn't for the most part but haywood county it did and one of the positions was tax collector and the previous uh the incumbent had been doing a decent job but they didn't care who was running up against he was democrat okay so this 21 year old kid sebastian catherine catherine still in college is the new tax collector of haywood county he's a a campaign like he ran a campaign. Uh, Teenager? Not much. Yeah, 21 years old. They elected him. Um, he is responsible for $40 million in tax collection. <laughs> That's And it's go one sideways. of the only counties that still has a tax collector. Like he goes and knocks like on goes doors? door to door? I don't know if he... I don't know what... I hope I'd yeah. love to see a teenager at my Shut up, bro. You owe. <laughs> like your old newspaper route? Yeah. Hey, right. And he just gives you that little tab. <laughs> this is how bent they were on... Ah, crap, that teenager's back. Bruh, 35% or else, bruh. (laughs) Oh, this is is him? That's the winner. It's Kevin Smith's kid. Yeah. Sup, bruh? Oh, (laughs) man. What's up, Silent Bob? You owe, chief. The former tax collector was Greg West. uh, Achieved the highest tax collection rate in the country's history. But was ousted by the Republican. Teenager. Yeah. This guy's out of a job because Kevin Smith's kid decided to play a prank and he won. Idiot. He's like, I, I think I'll be able to. I'm a double. I got a double major going on in accounting in uh, political science. No, I don't think he was at making UNC much money. Asheville, and uh, I can handle both jobs. It's almost like volunteering. Yeah. That's tough to lose your job to a teenage boy. You don't think he's bragging about that? No. If I was hey, Bob, if, how's that job going? Yeah, it was like you know, if you're a professional athlete, you expect it. But your 45 year old tax collector, the last thing you think is some 19 year old's going to take your gig tomorrow. Like and, you can see him coming through the ranks most of the time. This kid's bucking for my position here, and he's, he just shows up one day. So, Sorry, bro, get your stuff out. This is my desk now. Can you imagine the local polling going on there? Shows that uh, West is in the lead right now. But. <laughs> But Ooh, local, it's tightening up. Local teen, drug addict <laughs> Kevin Willis, has decided he's going to try to take a stab at collecting our money. And people seem to like him. He couldn't debate uh, tonight. He was uh, still hungover right. from the night before. <laughs> he had a date with the chick he's been chasing for quite a while. You understand, he said. Come on, bro, give me a break, the tax collector was quoted as saying. In a new survey? He was, he was busy. I uh, couldn't debate. He had an airsoft tournament. 
Oh, and there's another more advice for Brady. Hey, Brady, uh, today's the day you're supposed to plant your dirt turkey if you want all the pink gone by next week. <laughs> another weird thing you do. Way too early. Is it? Yeah. Said the know. guy. Said the I guy who ate a raw pit, turkey. Maybe. Brady. Never too early, considering the fact you cut one open and it gobbled. <laughs> I haven't heard anything. This one's not done yet. If Seth's going to do the pit turkeys or not. Yeah. You didn't return and do it again, did you, after the yes. first one? They gave him Salmonella the bird for Thanksgiving. He's like, no, let's I do it, it again next year. I put it back in the oven for another half and hour. And then next year you did it again. Um, or one year after. Yeah. yeah. You went back to the source. Yeah. The Salmonella turkey. Why not? I did not. No, of course not. What is wrong with you, man? I'm friends he, with he Brady. He loves people. Yeah, yeah. He just, I just don't like it. Hey, burying turkeys, you want another one? I don't hate people, but... Oh, yeah, uh, do yes. I'll do it. I'll, I'll do, it. do it. I don't want to risk not being friends. It's Toledo got a smoker, too, and that's the yeah. other thing. What does that mean? Well, I'm saying I, I didn't get back. Saying it I was didn't good. It was a dirt turkey. Neither does he. I know. I know. You got a smoker. I know, and I tried the pit turkey. I had I had multiple both. times. Yeah. <laughs> After the pink pit turkey. Damn it! You've talked we, me out. The of reason it. we say this because we love you. We care about you. How? How? Why are? Why do you have such a death wish? Why are you tempting fate this way? Sure, bury it in the backyard. Let's see what you got, kid. Oh, it didn't cook at all, and you still brought it over, which means you don't care about me a little bit. Want another one next year? Absolutely. Do it to it. Do it. Here's your tag. Here's the extra money. <laughs> your banana. Are you doing turkey this year? Not sure. No? What's on the way? Oh, you're a week out. You don't have your Hurry menu up. yet? you got to get it ready. No. You it's going to be, I think it'll be an Appy Pappy Thanksgiving. What? Just appetizers. Hi. You can't have that. You're that's goddamn that's No, we're losing you. Yeah. This is a you I don't know. You maybe I'll up. do. Who are you? Maybe I'll yeah. do an Italian Thanksgiving. That's a pretty right. good thing. Some lasagna. Good luck to you, kid. What's wrong with you? Pink dirt turkeys. <laughs> I mean, Brady's a friend of mine, and when Porkopolis sent over that Thanksgiving once and didn't cook the, or didn't do the uh, whatever the cowboy stuff was, the. The stuffing? The stuffing. And I was going to send you a picture, but Larry sent me a picture and said, mine's not done. And I'm like, mine's not even, are they supposed to have, and it was all raw? I wouldn't go back again for the Thanksgiving thing. You guys got too busy. And I think Hammy did it on purpose. I think your partner hated me so much. Your orders? Yeah, he just, he did that Maybe. to me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's probably it. He hated you that much? Oh, he did not care for me, even in the slightest. He tried to kill me with food twice. Here you go, buddy. Have at it. I didn't realize that this was supposed to be as red as it's it is. The turkey you was, like. The turkey was a hemophiliac. It's a bleeder. You're just going to have to deal with all the blood. Okay. But, yeah, so dirt turkeys are available in Brady's neighborhood. What you got to do is just... No, I don't, I don't think it's happening. Maybe they just stopped asking you because you keep living through all their attempts. <laughs> or, He's still around. Or perhaps it was shut down by a health inspector, which it should be. Neighborhood dirt pit of food. What's the matter with you? Scott Haynes just fired up and said, Why don't you take a, a Toledo's Thanksgiving dream dinner, Brady, which is just uh, one of those TV dinner Salisbury steaks, all the flavor of dirt, none of the hassle. <laughs> That's true. It's like a dirt turkey, only the Salisbury deliciousness. And if it's cold, you're all right. It's already 
Yeah. Cooked. Well, look, if you're eating TV dinner Salisbury steaks, and remember Toledo defended those pretty heartily. I still stand by it. They're good. <laughs> Have you had one recently? Yeah, I think you're gonna. No. I think you're gonna back down off of this the second you bite into one. You go, what was I thinking? They were good at the time. Yes, you were hungry. Right. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. It's good to be on top, isn't it? Yeah. So get on top and ride with the top morning show in town and the best of Holmberg's morning sickness. The segment brought to you guys by our friends over at MMP Guns. Now, they got a big Black Friday sale going on for you. Check this out. 10% off all new firearms, 50% off all pre-owned firearms. They got a Ruger sale that's so huge, I can't even really go into it right now. Beretta Tomcats and Bobcats, $279 after $150 mail-in rebate. ARs with Vortex Red Dots, only $529, plus all loophole and Vortex Optics, 20% off, and tons of sales on ammo and all the accessories. It's all going on this Friday over at MMP Guns inside of Mo Money Pond at 12th Street and Indian School. Uh, an email from Stuart says, I don't think Playdio is the worst thing to happen to radio trips wrong. I love it. And I take the morning off to listen. A lot of the bands are garbage. And the ones that are super bad are the most enjoyable in their own sucky way. I can't wait for that trash to get on the air Monday and Tuesday, signed Stewart. See? Trip is shaking his head in his office right now. We have found a programming angle to make things so sucky you can't not listen. Brilliant. I'm going to ask Trip if he wants to listen Monday in your Jeep. <laughs> he doesn't like that. He's a brown noise. Brown noise. <laughs> I don't want to hear any of those stupid bands. They make me poop without the bass. My, my stereo, thanks slang and sound, can make anybody poop if they just don't know it's coming. I warn you, it's loud. I think I made Amy poop yesterday. She didn't get out of the car, though. Trip just went home after he listened. Bye. What happened? I got to go home now. Do you need your keys? No, I'll just walk. Anyway, uh, we got people on the line ready to go. Fireside chats are here. Upon us, all we ask is you don't waste our time. Brett, I'll let you just roll the dice. Who are we going with Let's go with Jesse. Jesse's first. Jesse, are you there? Yes, sir. All right, Jesse, please. uh, You're on live. Don't waste our time. The Fireside Chats, it's all yours. Go. Uh, What? I couldn't hear you. Sorry. Great start, Jesse. Fireside, turn your radio down. Immediately. I know. Of course you did. Now listen to the phone, because you're on the phone. Yes, sir. All right, there you go. Now you're on. Go ahead. Fireside Chats, don't waste our time. Go. You've already started poorly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm lost, bro. Okay. All right. We're gonna let Moving Jesse. on. Thanks, Jess. Jesse. Jesus. Yeah. He waited on hold that long to do that. <laughs> Matt is on the line Christ. next. Let's go to Matt. Let's go. We better. got rid of one fast. Matt, are you there? Yes, sir. All right, Matt. Jesse is why we don't answer the phones. Be the reason we should. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of caught that. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't really have much to say. I just wanted to say I actually just got done with my vasectomy uh, maybe not even an hour ago. Yes, congratulations. Actually, about an hour ago. This, yeah. And uh, the first thing I heard getting back into the car was Brady saying, Happy World Vasectomy Day. Is that right? And I just, I thought it was too perfect. I had to tell you guys, and yeah. I couldn't think of it. Did you tear way. up a little bit? They did, yeah. yeah I showed a, a tear for moment. America yeah. and, and the world. And the world, because you're an environmentalist. You're a person who exactly. cares about this planet. How many kids do you have? Uh, I have zero kids. I'm actually the, uh, I'm the guy that called uh, earlier this year uh, doing the PSA for the dog uh, with the medicine. Oh, yeah. 
and uh yeah so i i the the kids are our dogs and yeah. uh and cats That's and i couldn't couldn't be happier and i just i wanted Beautiful. to thank y'all for the suggestion of dr lynn the guy's he's, he's great fantastic. right now do you have yeah. low hangers or are you are you high and tight I, I do actually, yeah. And he was, he was very complimentary. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. it was nice. He's 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 very gentle. He's very gentle. Um, but but he's but he's he's firm. He, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, you you get the feeling he's in charge, and yet he still touches you with that extra soft kind of niceness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's caring, but it's hey, I know what needs to be yeah. done. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's very it's it's <laughs> professional. He's and you said you got it done an it's hour ago. Very professional. Yeah, about an hour ago. Yeah, so yep. you were number fifteen. Yeah, yeah. That's he, how quick he's churning them out. One is. I was no, I but believe it or not, I didn't even know. I was the first one of the day, and I actually beat him into the office. <laughs> really? So he just came running yeah. in. Sorry, running late. Okay, chop chop bye. <laughs> it was wild too. Before I even knew it, he was in the room, and he had said two words to me, and he already made the cut. And I was just like, "Oh, geez, all right. Well, this is already happening." How did you do on your pre-shave? Mine was evidently not as good as it could have been. I I was worried, but apparently I I did. They like I said, they were very compliment, yeah. complimentary. I don't know if they were just being nice to me, but they said I did a you know a good job here, and you know, yeah. I've got good hangers, and just everything was so much easier because of it. So yeah, I'm exactly. If you you got low hangers, you're gonna be you'll be playing soccer by five o'clock. You're gonna be just fine. Congratulations, <laughs> no kids, a lifetime of no kids. It's the American dream, Matt. Congrats, Matt. It is the American dream. Thank All you. Right. Enjoy your holiday. We'll talk to you later. There you go, Matt. Uh, no more children. Ah, oh. drip. <laughs> Little tear right down my my left eye. David's on the line. Hopefully, he's uh, free and clear of making babies too. David, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right, Good David. morning, gentlemen. Oh, go, man! Carbo's ready to roll. Hit it, man! <laughs> I don't want to waste your time. Yeah, good thing. Hey, uh, so I was the story the other day about Brady's uh, serial killers. You know, walking across the yes. country. Yes. 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 Uh, oh, I sent you an email because Wednesday on my way home from work, I was like, "What's well, strange. Some guy's like pushing this like baby stroller down the side of the road with a whole bunch of stuff in it. No baby. And about a quarter mile ahead of it, there was another guy. And I was like, oh, so wait a minute. Damn, Carbo with killers. the cussing. Stop the cussing. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I was like, those are the guys uh, walking across the, the country. So I stopped in my truck and I was like, rolled down the window. I was like, hey, you guys are the ones. You know, walking across the country for the homeless. And they're like, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I heard him talking about you on the radio. And I was like, all right, well, good luck. And then I just sped off because, you know, I don't want to invite those other you know? <laughs> Right. They're going to, they want to live with you. Brady will let them in their house. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's the worst part. So they just were just one of them. Where were they? Uh, Tonopah. Tonopah. That's uh, not fair. That was, far. uh, when? That was Tuesday, yeah, maybe? Uh, uh, I think it was Wednesday. Uh, yeah. What's the fuck guy? They got to pick up the pace a bit. Yeah. The, yeah. Jog yeah, a couple like, of miles. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's brutal. Well, all right. Well, at least you didn't hit him or anything bad happened. They're just wandering around the earth and staying at Brady's house like lunatics. Would you ever let people like that stay in your house, David? No. No, nobody would. No. Nobody, everybody normal would say yeah. no to that. All right. Well, thank you, David. And uh, keep your eyes open. They're, they should be somewhere near Blythe by now. All right. We'll talk to you later. Thank you, David Carbo. Sure. Well done. He makes shirts for us all. And finally, uh-oh. Steven. Steven is on the line. Well, this has been easy so far. Well, Stephen, yeah. first one. Yeah, Stephen, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, go ahead, Stephen. Don't waste our time. Yeah, yeah. So it's more of like a public safety announcement. Okay. Um, I know you guys were talking about a, a while back about um, ammunition and those am, ammo tents, you know, sitting off the side of the road. Huh? So I'm oh, a, oh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. 
And um, I, I can't tell you the number of times I've seen like squibs, which are um, projectiles that haven't left the barrel, or even casings just exploding in guys' fired arms. Um, so to give you kind of a rundown, I mean, these guys are basically just drunk Elmer Fudd in his garage, <laughs> you know, just hot loading these ammo with brass that he's collected at gun ranges. So the the brass is not exactly safe for a reload and he's loading them super hot and then he's selling them on the side of the road and Yikes. it's it's like rolling the dice i i would not suggest doing it and i don't remember talking about the, this there are guys who stand on the side a while of the street back. It was, yeah it was a while it was back. a while back I, it might have been in the spring or earlier this year oh my god um if you get if you get a plastic bag you know ziploc bag just full of bullets for christmas <laughs> Don't shoot it. <laughs> so <laughs> you you're know? and what did you say you do again? Uh, I'm a professional gunsmith. Oh no, kidding! So yeah, this is so this uh, yeah. a it helps your business and b it uh, you're saving lives because yeah, I would never fire off uh, homemade. I, I don't I don't even want somebody's bunt cake made at their house, let alone something as important as a bullet. I reload my own, but I don't yeah, let anybody exactly. else right. shoot it. It's well, mine. reloading yeah. is reloading yeah. is very common, but some stranger you don't know if he's yeah. any good at it or not. Yeah, That's some hillbilly, yeah. right? Right. Yep, there's at least two incidences that happened this year where um, there was a a first-time shooter. He had a brand-new Smith & Wesson shield. Uh, Super excited to shoot it at the range. Uh, No crap. First round Ah. exploded. Ended up breaking his index finger and cracking the frame on his his handgun. No kidding. Um, The second time was a guy saying that his buddy, who he apparently really trusts, um, loaded some ammo and he hot loaded it and he shot his revolver and the cylinder just split right in half. What's hot loading? Hot loading is basically putting a little bit of extra powder in there. So it's kind of like giving it a little extra kit, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, a little extra spice. Right. So it's just um, too much. It's too much for what it's supposed to be. Correct. Yeah. You know, firearms are pressure rated. Um, so in fire in uh, ammunition manufacturers, you know, know the pressure ratings and they QAQ say, you know, their, their stuff. Yeah. So when you got some guy reading out of a book or going online to see, you know, how much powder he needs to put in this thing, he's like, well, you know, I'll put a little bit 10% on top. Yeah. You know, it's That's not silly. It's like Keith to weed. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to do that the first time out. That stuff will blow you away. How long can you store exactly. ammo? You know, ammo can probably sit for, I would say, uh, you know, a couple decades, you know, I, when my grandfather gave me his, his Winchester 94, uh, he gave me a box of ammo with it that he bought new in the sixties. Um, and it was a box of 3030 for like, the, it was like 465 on the box. And you've killed several people uh, with that. That's great. Okay, yeah. good. Cause my dad gave me the shotgun <laughs> oh, you got a whole bunch and of with stuff. it, he gave me some, you know, there were some rounds. Right. And I think he bought those when I was born. Yes. I don't know. Some they of were them, old. Some of them actually say, I like icons. I, 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 I fired one or two. I'm like, I, I, I don't think I'm going to fire anymore. Yeah, Just, right. yeah smart. All right. Well, well the yeah, bottom I mean, line is, you know, I was going to say, i got to cut you off, but uh, the, the, the Holmberg rule of thumb on this is don't buy anything on the side of the road. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you <laughs> see something. Ziploc bag. Yeah, anything that someone gives you in a Ziploc bag. Don't buy it. <laughs> Just take it with a grain of salt. But if somebody's trying to sell you something in a Ziploc bag, it's bad. It's bad. Ammo, merchant. Rocky Point shrimp, food, oh, come on, shrimp, man. car speakers, uh, stuffed animals. Because yep. that's cocaine in there. A flag. I, I don't care. Yep. Side of the road, pop-up stores. 
Uh, no good. Don't buy anything. All right. Thank you very much. That's good advice, Stephen. That's actually a very good PSA. Well done. All right. We'll see you. There you go, Stephen. Not so terrible. Well, just other than the first one. We yeah, started off bad. I don't know what the hell was wrong with Nowhere that. Nowhere to go but up. As high as a kite. So high. Yeah. So, so very high. Uh, so there you go. Yeah. It's just... If you if you got a hankering to pull over and buy something like Brady does, I try to talk you out of it. I've all done time. it twice. You bought beef jerky, you bought and uh, honey, chili, the Russian honey, and they sell honey in so many places. It's not a hard thing to get. You don't need not old, Russian honey, please. Yes, they do. I'm sure you could find Russian honey from some source at a store. You don't need. Uh, it's not 1865 where a guy comes by with a big wagon full of merch and you got to stock up on flour. We have places for that now, and they're regulated, and that's the way things need to be. Side of the road ammunition guy? He's Never get, seen it. He's getting rid of evidence. Uh, to me, I'm just thinking criminal. I have my tent up every Saturday night out there by Ben Avery because ammunition's expensive. Right. You shoot your own. Let other people decide what's expensive or not expensive. I can make a lot of money hot-loading weaponry. <laughs> yeah. Great. Because I know if I go get my, uh, my, you know, my ammo... Fresh out of the box, it blows up my hand. I can sue somebody, and that's the whole American brain thought process. It's brand new ammunition. It blows up. It's poorly loaded at the factory. I can sue these folks over at Winchester or wherever else. Well, there you go. I was going to sell crossbows this weekend, but never mind. Right. Brady's homemade crossbows are dangerous. Those arrows don't fly true. You're going to kill someone. You'd be shooting at a target and hit a guy uh, 300 yards to the right. Just head over to MMP Guns and pick exactly. up your ammo. Don't don't waste your time on the side of the road. Exactly. Side of the road, anything. This is the only place you can get tamales on the side of the I-10. Right. He's not allowed to sell it inside other places because of health code violations. Do you ever, like, I know you've got a problem with it. There's a new friend. I'm going to pull over and see what his wares are. Brady loved mercantile days and. Guy standing there with a sign that says "Buy the it." Good old me. days. No, that's not the when good America old days. was great. Yeah, when life expectancy was twenty-four. <laughs> people were eating you side didn't of the know road. What meat. was right around the right. corner? Side of the road meets bad. Uh, it's nine oh one. There you go. Nothing from the. We'll just eliminate those weirdos that pop up tents and try to sell you stuff. Nothing weirder than stuffed animal salesmen. That I don't understand. What about a nice rug or something? They have rug stores. Why would you need a rug from the corner? <laughs> What's a tiger on it? <laughs> right. I can get a tiger rug from any classless dump on the planet that I can end up taking it back to. Again, if I can't find you because your business just moves around, where's my rug guy? This thing's got stains and it smells like cocaine and baby poop. And of course, this guy hits up. What about Brady and his $30 tires for his Lincoln? Exactly. We talked him out mm-hmm. of it. I got a guy get your $30 tires on the side of the street. Right. <laughs> Good deal, man. 25 around. That's pretty good. No. You're always looking for bargains. You're always going to get raped by the bargain when your tires fly off and kill a family of five. That's it. No side of the road buys. There's stores for a reason. We're America. We're not India. Stop acting like that. Start acting like you're in a goddamn... There uh, goes good... my Christmas shopping. That's right. All those those Valentine's Day teddy bears that crossed off that said, Happy Birthday, Jebus. Chew and poop. That's all they do. That's all they're good for. Chewing and pooping. The best of Holmberg's morning sickness. This is the Big Red Radio. Uh, and uh, be careful, though, because it's happened over uh, a couple miles from my house. Boy, that's all the buzz in my neighborhood is the uh, the family that got found dead over there on Northern and Ninth Avenue. And it's uh, 
they found the kids, and the, it's terrible. It's a murder-suicide. He took the whole family out of this beautiful house. Turned out the wife didn't want to be with him anymore. Uh, and the neighbors on the news, the neighbors, well, we knew they all had marital problems. They knew that they had trouble. Like, you did? I don't know if any of my neighbors have marital issues. Do you? No. Uh, I don't want to know. You probably yeah, know if somebody's like, well, yeah, so you probably you have some gossip stuff going on in your hood. Every once in a while you get wind of it. You know, all the chitter chat. I have nothing. I don't know. If my neighbors ended up dead, I'd just like assume marital troubles, but it would have to be after they croaked. That dude was going to blow the house up, too. He and killed everybody. The and the gas was on. Gas, yeah, yeah. They, and that's the reason they found him is because Southwest Gas, some poor Southwest Gas guy had like, there's a smell of gas coming. Had to go in the house and find out. I have a bunch a, of dead people. In well, there. you know them too. We have a buddy that lives right over there, two streets just north of that. On that, where they're talking the block yeah. where they said they wanted everyone out of that area. I've, I don't know how big the area was. Like they get serious about the big gas leaks that everybody's worried about, and this one was having I mean, the gas was on. They, he was going to blow the house up. Crazy, Dateline special. But that's why I don't like. I think that's a bigger reason. Like neighbors telling you, like, oh, my wife of mine. I tell you what, I'm like, I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, because the, the, the news is going to come and ask me stuff. I don't want to know. Because then suddenly I'm kind of an accomplice. Well, we all knew that they were in trouble. And evidently they'd heard them like several times getting in arguments and the neighbor would take the woman in or something. And they were like, oh, we knew. Everybody knew that they had for the last couple of years. And she was going to leave him, finally going to leave him. And he ends the whole thing. Dateline happening right there on Northern and Ninth Avenue. I mean, it is a Dateline special in the works. I wonder if they perk up over at NBC every time those news stories are like, ah, we got one. Like they have to be happy. When a husband and wife kill each other. Bumps it to the front. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not only It's just not only a news story. They, they send Keith Morrison out, and the whole team comes rolling in, and they just go through all your old home videos. Don't have old home videos, because if you do, you're basically just... It's just Dateline fodder for when your wife murders you. I'm always blown away. I have access to your phone. That's uh, where the video... It's blown away at how many murdered couples or couples that kill each other the Dateline special has tons and tons of home video of them happier days. And it's all like old videos, too, with like that weird time and date stamp. So, you know, it was those little handheld Sony cams. They were happy one time, or were they? We went all the way out to Arizona to see. The neighbors didn't think anyone was happy at all. How do the neighbors know if you're happy? I don't want to know because I don't <laughs> want Griselda Zapita to show up in my house and start interviewing me. God. <laughs> First off, I don't think that's her name. <laughs> it's close enough. What Very is it? close. What is it? Uh, See? Uh, what is it now? Because Zapita threw me off, but I do yeah. like how she did it. And there were two dead people inside the house, and then we went in, and those dead people were found in the gas. <laughs> exactly. Was I'm Griselda. Zatino. Zatino. Oh, that's yeah, that's close enough. Zatino, Zatino KPA, our news. And you need to pause, lo- need to pause longer on the Yeah, you need the long, the dramatic yeah, pause. Yeah, but I love how she sings songs, the whole story of there were three dead people in the house, and all of them were shot in the face. There were two kids and an adult, and then the adults were found, and there was a gas leak. Griselda Zatino KPA, our news. Yeah. Let's turn it out to Griselda, baby. <laughs> Griselda Zatino had herself a time today when she went down to the first Friday. First Friday is where local artists have all of their wares on the street on Grand. Griselda Zatino, KTAR News. <laughs> <laughs> she cracks me up. Every time I... Anele, 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 Anele
She's another diversity hire. It had to be. It's like, Jesus Christ, people are going to love hearing her what name. What was that? For years, I'm yeah. trying to figure out the name. She would finish his story. It was the best thing in the world. There were several dead people in the home. Nelayana, Leon, Katie, Arnus. What was that thing you did? <laughs> she had a little, she had one, of them, one of them uh, strokes, those uh, little baby strokes you have. Nelayana, Leon. Your name is Nelayana, Leon? Nelayana, Leon, Katie, Arnus. <laughs> It was great. But nothing's better than a girl named Griselda. First off, hanging on to that name for radio. Oh, yeah. Solid. And your name on the radio is? I'm keeping my name. I'm going to call myself Griselda Saltino Katie Arnuth. <laughs> She's probably a wonderful person, but every time she could tell me my family died. Your whole family was found with bullets in their head in some sort of a terrible ritual killing. Resalta Saltino Katie Arnuth. And I'd be like, <laughs> What? My what? My family's dead. <laughs> Got to put a face with the, with the voice. I've not it. seen her. Oh, it's, that's exactly what I pictured her to look yeah. like. Yeah. She looks exactly like what I pictured. Sapino. <laughs> yeah, I don't want her popping by my house. Going, no. Well, tell us what you know about the dead neighbors. Who the hell are you? Griselda Sapino <laughs> Kitty, you your new... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're a news lady. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, they had some marital troubles. I was told by a neighbor that they had marital troubles. <laughs> and that is what led to this terrible Congress. By the way, uh, great band name. Griselda Saltino News. <laughs> Too late for Palladio, but if you want to change it up. And it's going to make you all listen to KTAR, but I'm fine with it if you grab hold of her. Because she's she does a good job. It's That's the one thing in radio broadcasting that I was like, you're singing it. People tend to start doing things where they start getting into a pattern where all of the You're words delivering. are being... It's very sing-song. And it's strange how often that happens with the people on the radio. Especially new ones. Yeah. And you can kind of eliminate them right away from ever getting good at it. Because if they've got that gene in them, yeah, they're staying there the whole time. They have crutches that they just will never... And sing-song is a huge one. But she does to tell you the worst news, and then two planes have crashed into two buildings in New York City. Thousands and thousands of people are dead. America is at war, Griselda Saltino Katie, AR News. Are you on a little bit, are you on a boat right now? I feel like you might be in some rough water. <laughs> Who was the dude that did the Broncos game that just had one game? Oh, uh, yeah, that's, oh, oh damn, man. we do him all the I time. I know, that's what makes me feel He had a real quick, easy name, too, that poor kid. Griselda's better than him. He's on ESPN Desportes. But Griselda does. She does a nice job. I tune into KTR to make sure the world hasn't exploded, and then I'm out of there. Because I don't need traffic every minute and a half of my life. I get it. I'm on the road. I can see it as well as this guy. But I just, you know, I want to make sure. Because, you know, I used to come in with Brett on the air. He's not going to tell me anything. I'd rather have Griselda singing in my ear than Brett going, Jesus Christ, like a billion people are dead. And, uh, I don't know what's going on. What are you bothering me for? What am I, Griselda Santino, KTR News? <laughs> I'm just saying, some guy <laughs> left the gas on it. Yes. I don't know what happened over at that house. Sometimes a house fills itself with dead bodies. Leaks. Quit asking me any questions. But yeah, Brett's right. The last thing you want to see is Griselda Santino wandering around your neighborhood. What happened around here? Why is Griselda Santino in my front yard? I just have a few questions for you, sir, if you do not mind. I kind of do mind. Brett Fesley, KTA. Oh! <laughs> oh! Oh, Jesus, here comes Griselda. Yeah, Griselda, shut the door. Shut the door. Griselda Santino. Ah, she almost got in. 
Hi, I'm Chris. I think I'm going to get into your house right now because I have a few questions for you, KDIR News. Get her out. Get her Lock the door. God damn it. Get the gun. She's, just, she's voracious. Well, hey, you don't need news people hanging around asking you questions about your neighbors, for God's sakes. Why do you know them that well? Well, I knew this was coming. You knew they were going to kill each other? Yeah, I said that weeks ago. I do it on Dateline, too. We sat down with a neighbor who was very close to the couple, and he told us they had marital troubles, although on the outside, everything looked just fine. Uh, we knew deep down there was trouble. She had been seeing the pool boy, and he was okay with it. That's called cuckolding. Yeah, it's weird, but I don't need that. And that story, man, that's buzzing, because anytime there's like a... One of those types of things. Not just like a random hobo murder or something. That'll happen. But when a house gets found with a full family, and I think I think we lose it, and that's where that true crime podcast drama is like the biggest thing in America, is for stories like this. I think the woman was a lawyer. They were successful. The aerial shots of their home, it's a beautiful area, by the way. I think it's Rancho Solano. It's a really nice spot. It might be north of that. I don't know if it's still called it, but Rancho Solano is an awesome spot. And the house is on, it looks like it looks to be on a lot of land, and they got this beautiful home. Near Butler Park. And it's a nice spot, really nice area. And uh, so I think it registers with all of us normal folk that say, wow, you know, you're trying to keep up with the Joneses, and sometimes the Joneses want to kill each other and then gas the house. <laughs> it doesn't register that, you know, they can be seemingly so well off and live a life that we all kind of were like wow i'd love to have a house in that area i'd love to have that house i'd love to be married to some lawyer and the kids are beautiful and all that and next thing you know boom the house is full of gas and there's a bunch of dead bodies in it. and then griselda saltino's walking around <laughs> you think she's like wandering around like some sort of a you know, 1930s detective with her little hat that says press, press. yeah <laughs> Oh, God, there she is. That's Griselda. Something terrible's happened. Griselda Saltino's here. I have just a few questions for you, sir. No! Get away from me! You know Broomhead's listening right now. Oh, just, got, when he sees he her knows. today, he's just yeah. going to start laughing. Griselda? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Griselda. How are you? Hello, my Broomhead. How are you? It's time for lunch in just a few hours. We are all ordering from Filiberto's. If you'd like me to get something, I will be on the phone telling them Griselda Saltino. KTA, our news would like lunch. <laughs> Great job, Griselda. Thanks. I, I picture her in that hat. In the press hat. I can see Jim Cross with some night goggles on. Oh, it's yeah. like, it's 3 in the morning. Jim, you- Jim Cross, you know, he, we're all going over the KTAR stuff. <laughs> Jim Cross, to me, uh, is dressed like the guy from uh, uh, The Night Before Christmas Poem. He's in a big, uh, he's in a big uh, cap, the, the sleep cap, and yeah. the big gowns, and he's got one of those candles on a... Well, he's never yeah, the in, lamp. They the never send him lamp. out in the daytime. The poor bastard's got to go out and investigate Scooby Doo style. Everything he does has to be with that that lamp candle. It's just a. It's your finger goes in the hole and there's just a, a stick, a candlestick. Walking around looking for terrible things in dark buildings. Now they send Griselda out there. The stabbing is currently happening right now. <laughs> I'm outside a building in downtown Phoenix where a guy is stabbing another guy right now, right in front of me. Jim Cross carries the news. Are you doing anything about that, Jim? Uh, hell no. I'm not getting anywhere near this. I'm just as close as I'm getting. Standing outside another dark building here oh, where horrible stuff's out. going on. Uh, absolutely horrified. Jim Cross, KTR News. Jim, one more question. You know, when I say Jim Cross, KTR News, that's it. We're done. I'm getting back in the van. I'm coming home. <laughs> Once I throw that out there, it's over. 
yeah, that, uh, that true crime thing is a real deal. And you start seeing it like my neighborhood apps, like, did everybody hear? And the, then the story above it is, did everybody hear? Like, everybody wants to be the one. It's weird. Everyone wants to be the one that tells you about it. And then the worst people are the ones who kind of knew them. And they're going to spew. I don't know what would happen if there was a dead body. My house was just full of dead bodies. Griselda's on the front patio oh, no. doing a report. What Michael and Troy would say. Because they go banging on their door. Hey, Griselda. Hey. <laughs> They'd be probably be all, one of their uh, twink bartenders would be there for their pool parties. Griselda Saltino talked to some local queers about what happened inside the homo. <laughs> and the homos had this to say. It was awesome. They were always fun. They're dead. Oh my god! House for sale. Maybe we'll buy the whole cul-de-sac. <laughs> we asked some local twinks about what they thought of the murder in their neighborhood, and they were not happy. It was a uh, yeah. Griselda's a fun one. Strange, nonetheless. Uh, also, another thing that we're fascinated with at this time of year, and I find it to be for the first time ever. I kind of like. I think I get a vegan mind. And it's really kind of caught me the last couple of years, uh, this year more than ever. The news, um, sporting events, uh, football last night on Thursday Night Football, they just can't stop showing us uh, a big old turkey farms of living turkeys. <laughs> and for yeah. whatever reason, that's getting to me this year. Last year, it kind of was like my eyebrows raised. I'm like, why do we keep doing that? We, we don't, like, have... Like the last thing for advertising that Outback Steakhouse is ever going to do is show you a field of cows. But for turkey, for some reason, it's like, here's a whole bunch. And Al Michaels kept saying, boy, I don't want to tell these guys what their fate is. Like, yeah, they're all going to get slaughtered for food. Why are you showing them alive? Show me a delicious, like, cooked one already. I can tolerate. I don't, you don't show me how the sausage gets made. Was that before they did the whole, uh, Dedicating to Madden, you know, and they had oh, the turducken. Oh, the turducken? Yeah. yeah, but they kept talking great. about it. And then for like three times during the game, they went to this, like, this shot of turkeys in a pen. Hundreds of them. Just, <laughs> just running around a whole bunch of Bruce St. James. Keep it a KTR. <laughs> and just gaggles of them all over the place. And uh, then talking about, ah, they're all going to get killed. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I'm like, Jesus. this, And that's the batch that made it. They're not getting killed now. They're not fresh turkeying. But they go to these places. Like, there's a local turkey farm. They've got farm another two months to plumping up. In Green Bay. Yeah, those are the Christmas ones. They're all going to get killed. We don't do that for anything else. If you Like, Easter, you very rarely see the hog farm. I can't wait for this Saturday. Sunday night. It's going to be great. There's a huge hog farm. They're all going to die. It's during just the, weird. Like during baseball games, they go yeah. out to the hog farm. Yeah, oh, man, look at this. Hot, uh, dogs. hot dogs. There's Babe, there's so, Wilbur. Yeah, uh, and, uh, you don't name them. Don't get too close. <laughs> don't get too close because they're all going to get slaughtered. And the way they do it is to cut them from their genitals to their throat after they bleed them out. It's a beautiful pr- Enjoy your ham, everybody. It's going to be wonderful. Oh, I can't wait to have that big steak, you know, after they put that hydraulic press right through the brain of the cow and then skin them on the machine. Anyway, happy holidays. The zap and boil. It's weird. And we only, we really only do it with Thanksgiving, where we we kind of celebrate. Ah, we're gonna get you these constant shots of turkey farms, and these little guys just run around. There they are. There's, there's dinner. There's pre-dinner. Nobody wants to see them alive. We get it. We know the disgustingness of the process. We like the end result. Every kid. In school, tracing their hand. Yeah, look what we're gonna have. Turkey. We're gonna kill it, man. Just put an axe in it. 
But Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit giggling away at the the, the, the the Jim Jones nature of those shots, and it's happening a lot. The news did it. Take a look at this. There's a Thanksgiving coming. One of the weather guys put his seven day forecast up, and then behind him is the turkey farm. <laughs> Thousands coming up to Turkey Day. Let's stop calling it Turkey Day. I bet you the turkeys call it something else. I bet you they call it the Holocaust. <laughs> turkey Day. There they are, all alive and thriving. Did it already happen? Does it, I don't know when the president pardons the one. I think he does it on Thanksgiving. Or maybe it's the a, eve of. I don't know. Yeah, it's coming up. He's probably going to fall on it or something. He's, he's yeah. no way. But, Come on, man. Here's the turkey, man. Gabba, gabba. Chop him up. That's delicious. I made that turkey. I made him with the pie and stuff. Just pardon it, God damn it! You forgot why you're here. Oh, yeah. Better bird. Kamala turkey, you're free to go. Grab some protection. Here comes the best of Holmberg's morning sickness. Today we'll be laying around doing nothing. I got a guy who emailed me who said, uh, Holmberg, I'm pulling something off I wanted to tell you about. I was reading about it. I was going back and forth with him last night. He's going to intentionally miss his flight today to to not go back to, miss his, the to see the in-laws. And get involved in Thanksgiving. He has, he has got a plan already in place for next week. Now, part of his plan is uh, gambling and drinking with his buddies. And I told him, well, don't leave a paper trail on that because it looks like then you were happy to miss the thing. You have to lay low missing the flight and then flying off on a vacation or not going. You know, the whole family, the kids and the wife are going to go float off and do whatever it is they're doing. And you're going to sit home. You can't have fun. You can't have out loud fun. You better, if I was you, this was my advice, go to the bank today and take out some cash from savings or something that she's not going to check on real soon (laughs) and have cash in hand. You can't go to the ATM at the casino, you know, like Wednesday night with your buddies. You got to do it early. 2.30 in the morning. You got to have cash. I'm like, prep for this, dummy. I'm going to miss it. I'm like, how are you going to miss the flight? I'm going to say I got caught up at work. I got plans to maybe even have a friend flatten a tire. I'm like, well, you got to make sure that you tell her you're not picking her up. Because then if she misses the flight, too, you have a week of nightmare. So make sure she's at the airport. And you're going to so Uber right now, in. he's meeting her at the airport? No, or? that was what I had. I had to tell him that. I'm like, because he's like, well, instead, I'm just going to call her and say, you guys go ahead. I'll meet you there. I'm like, no, no, no. You need to plan this ahead and say, I've got three things I got. What I don't know what his job is. Three things I got to do and get done today. I'm going to be cutting it tight. Grab my bag. You guys go. I'll Uber into the airport. I'll meet you there. And then I'm getting the I'm getting the emails back. Brilliant, brilliant. I'm like, you haven't thought this through at all. Oh, he's screwed. You, you oh, are done. He's screwed. Done. I did one time and unintentionally uh, schedule my week off the wrong week for my ex wife's uh, my ex father in law had planned a big trip off to Tulum, Mexico. Huge week, right? And we we're all going to fly over to the ruins in Mexico. I was actually looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah. Well, we get together all the time and say, all right, what week do we need off? And, we, and it was months in advance. And I said, all right, got this week in the early August. We're going. Well, what I didn't do right, I scheduled our week off the week before this trip to Mexico. I got my date screwed up. So when it all starts coming up, she starts throwing out like, it's the 14th. And I'm like, 14th of August? I'm, like, no, I'm not off on the 14th of August. Huh? Like, I'm off the week before and all the guys have already planned their trips and they're going places. Well, you got to change it. I'm like, no, because that, that screws three other people pretty badly. I said, I I have to eat this. I'll pay him back for the ticket, but I got to eat this. So she went off on her own. 
on a trip. And let me tell you what, that was one of the best weeks off I've ever had. I didn't realize how good it was going to be not having her around. I think if you asked her to this day, she thinks I did that intentionally, and I didn't. What are you going to do? But yeah, you got, you're got scooting out and trying one of these moves on your family to not see the in-laws. You better have all your ducks in a row. And you certainly can't go gallivanting about town the second she's out the door, because then it looks like you've been talking about it with buddies. And social media silence. Dead silence. Nobody oh. takes pictures. Damn it, Brett. Yeah. I, I needed you last night because I didn't say that because I don't think of that yeah. stuff. I don't have it, so I don't think of it. You're right. Social media silence. Yeah. No happiness. In fact, if you're going to post anything on social media, it's you on the couch going, screwed out of a vacation. Yeah. Missing the family. Yeah, underwear, trashed, no beard or no shaving. You're a mess. It's- I don't know which would be more stressful. Oh. I mean, you know, you're. The in laws, the Thanksgiving. Going, yeah. to, going to someone's house is always more stressful than, than uh, making up a story and having fun on the sly. <laughs> you can have fun on the sly, no stress at all. You just have to know what to do. This guy, this, the stress he's creating is coming back to him. I mean, you're waiting to be a Dateline special, but if you're going to pull one of these off where you're not going back, you got to have. You have That's had brutal. to have thought about this long before the day you emailed my dumbass and said, guess what I'm pulling off? Good luck to you. So when's he skipping out? Is it today? They're supposed to leave today. Oh, he which, didn't plan it out good enough. Which, He's going to get in trouble. Here's the other thing that might it's be still, trouble. Yeah. The way yeah. the weather's working back east, and I don't know where they're going. I think he said Tennessee. Uh, the way they're going, uh, there's going to be so many delays and, and flight cancellations. I mean, Buffalo, New York, all that stuff's getting hammered. Ohio, all of them getting crushed. The delays might make it so she can call you and go, They delayed the flight two hours. So if you flatten your tire and call and go, I'm going to miss the flight. That's okay. It's delayed. You better have a plan. You better have something that's long-term. If I was you, I'd fake a seizure at work and head to the hospital. <laughs> it's worth the deductible. It's worth it. It's worth paying the deductible. It's the end of the year anyway. You're going to end up worth paying the deductible to have a doctor say, I'm not sure what's wrong. It could be psychosomatic, but he shouldn't travel. But our tickets. You go on without me. That kind of thing. If I were you, I would keep track of what your half ends up being when this thing's done. What do you mean for kicking assets? In? Uh, oh, that's true. You check. think this is divorce worthy yeah, stuff? Oh, yeah. I think if you start mouthing off to DJs you don't know, yeah. that you're pretty proud of this. Yeah, I'm not the only one you're talking to, and you told a friend or two that might tell a wife, and that wife might tell your wife. That's the dangerous thing of a female. Uh, like when they see somebody else's relationship has a problem, they put it on themselves. Oh, I would want her to tell me. That's what chicks think all the time. And then she won't, she'll break that relationship code and wander over to your friend's wife and say, I don't want to be a jerk or anything or get involved, but Ryan did the skip your trip on purpose. And then now it's all over. Yep. Betsy said that you didn't go on purpose. You told some disc jockey. What? I went through your emails. Oh, no. He's screwed. Yeah, There's you, no way. But still, better than going back east. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. The weather stinks. The food's not going to be good. Uh, probably, you're already uncomfortable enough to tell me that you don't want to go. It's dangerous. But this is what Thanksgiving does to families. They, they, they go into crazy mode, and they start acting nuts, and they don't want to go back to, you know, see those people. It, it, it's big, And it's a hassle. Flying today's a good idea, though. I hadn't thought of, like, if you got next week off or something. Oh, there's your excuse. I can't. Boss making me work on Monday. Not bad. I'll try to fly out Monday night, but I have to. I have to stay. That's that's actually what I should have said to him yesterday. Get your boss, and then get your boss in there and say, "Dude, I got trouble. I need to work Monday. 
Let me know. First of all, to be able to pull, again, he, he's doing it the day before. He's telling me about it the day before. This has been his plan. It just hasn't been that thought out. That's what he's screwed. Yeah, that's what, yeah. He's going to get caught. Get your boss to say, all right, you're working Monday. Johnson, you're coming in. There's nothing you're doing. No days off for you, buddy. And then have her get up. Well, that's his BS. He's treating you. You're so great to move. Look, I don't want to be a jerk at work. Unless you've been a jerk at work. I don't know. This is a tough one. The other thing is, you know, that person that said was, you know, on her side of it. She's like, I don't want this dead anchor around here or a wet blanket the oh, whole coming time. back to the house or yeah, go back no, to the thing? Oh, he, absolutely. He's going over there. Like, maybe it is a mutual that you can right. stay back. Well, that's what he's hoping for. But it, rarely is that the case. I mean, you know, if, if uh, you were out with Ronnie and the whole group of people didn't like you and you didn't like them, you'd still have to go. Yeah. You know. And, I, and I, you know. But if you could bail out, you'd do it. it. If you could find a way to bail, you would. Yeah, but not yeah. to the degree of that on saying oh, oh i would yeah, that's absolutely in the and that is on the menu for me if it was and one I of guess, those things uh, if the know, family was like i can't stand these people and i don't want to be uncomfortable for four or five days i just don't want to do it i would i would pull a a week or five trip. days is a tall order that's a lot uh, it's, I'd, yeah. pull, I'd pull a miss the flight i was happy i didn't want to go i did want to go to tulum i didn't want to go with my ex-wife's uh, dad and his shrew of a new wife. Oh, that woman was brutal. And they had a baby. He was 57 years old, and he put a baby in this woman. Like 30 years younger than him. And that baby might as well have been made of gold or like King Tut or whatever. They treated it. was spoiled at birth, little prick. Everything would have been centered around that stupid kid. And I didn't care about some lump of non-walking everything going to cry the whole time. Ugh. So the more I thought about it, the more I was like, this is great that I screwed up this time. Because I just sat and watched TV all week long. Did nothing. Because she'd call every night. Man, it's pretty beautiful. I wish you were here. I'm like, oh, it's so, so miserable so here without bad. you. Well, you could get a flight now. Like, oh, man. That's, what a hassle that would be, though, really, don't you think? We're going to be here for five more days. I know. I know. You're going to have fun. I'll figure something out. What would even make it worse for this guy is if he wound up, if they're staying at the family's house, like uh, the in-law's house or something. That should be a rule you have going in. If you're not much of an in-law fan, and your wife should understand that. Yeah. My family's wonderful. Yeah, to you. Some people are having trouble with them, and it's the, you're looking at them. So let's stay at a hotel. We're staying with them. I'm staying at a hotel. I used to stay at a hotel. When my ex-wife's dad and uh, shrew stepwife would stay at our house, and they didn't know it. <laughs> That's how brilliant I was about my scams. I had a room at the Phoenician that I'd ah, crap, I got to run off. I got an event tonight and whatever. Oh, and they'd luckily, because that stupid baby, they'd go to bed at like 9 o'clock. So I'd run off, and like, I won't be home till like 10 or 11. All right, you guys, I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'll talk to you in the morning. And I would leave and go to the Phoenician and lay in luxury. And just get, like, room service and goof around and play and walk the grounds. And then the next morning, uh, when uh, I was, I'd was, i come to work, I'd be done with work, I'd come home, have lunch with them, do whatever, and then go, ah, God, it's busy. Got another event. Another station. I got another station event I got to go to do. Run over to the Phoenician for a couple hours. I got a lunch meeting. Run to the Phoenician, have lunch. I was enjoying their time in our town so much, and I saw them maybe three times. And they lived with us. I had to get out. When I got home, they... The woman disconnected all of my electronics so their stupid baby didn't get hurt. All my stereo equipment, 
was unplugged and put away. And I come home and I see that my TV has been covered by a, a board and all the speakers had been unplugged and the wires uh, folded up and put in a corner and boxed. And my speakers were up on this high shelf. And I'm like, what is going on? Well, those are pretty low. And if he decides he's going to start doing stuff, I don't want him to run into those. He might chew on them. And it, I'm like, and at first I'm like, oh, how considerate. She, he, she doesn't want him to break my speakers. Because that could cause a fire and it could hurt him. And they're pointy-edged speakers. They're, I'm like, oh, all right. So what does the kid do? Runs over and knocks over this, uh, like this shelf full of, uh, like a gravy boat. You know, you get one of those and you don't know why. You probably use it, but nobody else in the world has a gravy boat they actually use. <laughs> and it was sitting on this shelf and he just whoosh, puts his sweeped hand, it. Sweeped it. And, oh, and she was mad that we had glass on a low shelf. I'm like, how about being mad know better. that your rat bastard kid just, that's it. I got a work meeting. Head to the Phoenician. Wander over there, sit by the pool. It's July. It was beautiful. Don't touch a man's stereo TV or any of that stuff. And worst part still, Brett, when they left, she didn't put it back together. Ugh. There was a box of my stuff in the corner that she she deemed unsafe. So long, loser. Un- she ba- yeah. <laughs> she Peace out. Babysafe my house. Oh, I wanted to kick her square in the <laughs> before she left and I drop her off at the airport. I'm like, can I, can I give you a, a punt? I was turning into Paul Sura. I said, if I get home and that bitch is even in the kitchen, I'm going to strangle the life out of her. And open the door. Hi, everybody. I'm home. Just see her in her face. You have an electric stove. I'm aware of that. Um, I'm a professional chef. And meanwhile, there's macaroni and cheese, boiling water everywhere. Torch. Uh, you cannot regulate an electric stove. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and I'm like, you're a professional chef. You should have figured that out. And I started getting mouthy with it. Well, Electric stoves, I mean, we don't have gas at this house. Deal with what you, you burned up the water for macaroni and cheese, and you call yourself a pro chef. That's hilarious. And I walked out of the kitchen. I'm like, got to go to the Phoenician. I got to get it. I'm going to kill her. It was our fault she burned macaroni and cheese with an electric stove. How much Cheerios were spread all over the floor for this dumbass kid? So I started making them feed it outside because it had no rules. It was allowed to sweep food onto the floor, and it was cute. And oh, I should have. I should have. I, all I wanted to do in the middle of the night is go into that little kid's crib and just poke him with a hanger. Just maybe it's not too late. <laughs> they made the living room, living room more authentic. They put peanut shells and sawdust on it. Oh, it's brutal. <laughs> and the worst part is they were anal about, like, cleanliness. Like, super anal, except for with that kid. And was, somehow or another, it was on us. Oh, I understand this dude's pain is what I'm saying. Skipping that trip. Oof, if there's a... If there's anybody in the family that's miserable to be with, there's nothing worse than bunking up with them. Ugh. But you got to have a better plan than what this dude's got. It's just bad. You're, he's screwed. He's going to get caught. You're going to get caught. Because you're, you're, he was too excited to tell me about all the stuff he wants to do during the week. Casinos. He said, I'm going to make a trip out of it. I'm like, oh, if you have one card charge in Flagstaff, if you have one stupid Sedona move, you're done. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Of course you hadn't thought of that, dummy. Suck it up, Buttercup. Yeah, you got to sit at home Go over there. and be smart. No, that's your too family oriented. You don't understand what it's like to be. It with makes a me that appreciate that I don't yeah. have that situation. Right, and you know well, you have had that situation. Imagine the fist fight people staying with you for five days. Or imagine flying to their house the year after the fist fight. Like I said, I'm uh, appreciate <laughs> yeah, right because you got rid of situation. them. They're not invited. But if they anymore. came over, it, it would have to be the first. Uh, I'm, I'm sucking it up the first For a day, time. it's okay. If yeah. it was just a dinner, we'll get through it. 
Now you're Friday to next Friday. And there were opportunities. And you turned them, them down? Being, no, they knew not. I mean, they just Right, but, but think about that. Like, let's say Ronnie's like, no, that's my family. Yeah. Five days of that. I can handle it. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Maybe Ronnie couldn't. And she's like, well, no, I, maybe she skips the trip. That's what I do. Somebody tried to punch me at a Thanksgiving once. And I'm like, and then you come out to their house for five days. You got to live with them? No. Not happening. As long as they weren't out of oxy and stuff like that, yeah. we'll be fine. Megan's sister days. occasionally goes bananas. Like, just loses her mind. Yeah. Causes all sorts of trouble. I ain't going to dinner with that. So that gets straightened out. They don't want me. I don't want them. That's fine. But when she goes nuts at, like, public places and it's happened a lot, I've checked out of that. Like, we're going to dinner with my sister. I'm like, you're going to dinner with your sister. She's a loose cannon. Somebody says the wrong thing, she'll start yelling in a restaurant. That makes me wildly uncomfortable. So I'm like, I just avoid that. And the last two times I've avoided it, guess what happened? You guys are blah, blah. I'm like, uh-oh. Well, time to go. There's a loose there's a loose hinge in every family. Oh, yeah. It was it has been interesting the past two years because uh I remember the last time the closest it got to saying, All right, um, time to get out of the the room is when my uh cousins, you know, their their kids are in college yeah. and stuff, and all of a sudden, All right, Greta Turnberg, we're yeah, done here. Got a lot of that conversation. It started happening at the table. Your nephew Charlie hated going back home for holidays. Yeah. <laughs> because of your aunts and uncles that and he was all he's like it's always and a that's fight. One big get together. Yeah. And he's like it's always a fight. I'm gonna pass. He hated it. So as happy as you were, Charlie would talk to me about not wanting to go because family scared him. He was getting fights. I'm like, try not to fight him, Charlie. It's best if I just don't go. That's I'm like, what I'm no. saying. I'm yeah. like, hang with me. Yeah, hang with hang the people with you like. We're watching football over here. But you it's know. inevitable. Like, I could try it with my sister. Right. It only takes one little thing. Yeah. And she's going to have a bloody nose. And that's it. That's why I don't go over there for the holidays. My mom will ask me, can you come by and sit with us and your sister? And I'm like, no. Yeah. I think you guys enjoy the meal more if there's not nose blood all over the turkey. Because I think that's what's going to end up happening. You don't understand. We're a Dateline special waiting to happen. And I'm smart enough to recognize I shouldn't be in this. Because I'll turn the gas on at their house and leave. <laughs> That'll do them in. Went to lunch with a buddy yesterday, and he's got a friend. He's like, I can't talk to him right now. I've known this guy for so yeah. long. But he's a huge, um, for him, an election denier. Oh, he's yeah. Like, and he gets in, I just can't. Can't be around help. him. Yeah. yeah. You can't have normal fun. Yeah, you be able yeah. to talk it out. Yeah, you can have crazy thoughts and whatever, but uh, like you can't have normal fun. No, you you can't even avoid the topic. It eventually comes back to. Yep. Them. Yeah, it's it's hard. So if you've got family members that do that, oh, I get it. I get to ditch the thing, but you have not thought this out, Ryan. If that is your real name, be like the Italians. Just have the fist fight. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's it. Do just like, get it over with. You just just start swinging and yeah. hitting and pushing around, and then you sit down and have a meal, screaming and yelling. It's a lot Weird. of hand waving. Oh, well, yeah. But I mean, it's you know. all out verbally. They get it out of the way where it doesn't even come down to swinging a lot of times. Like, yeah. You probably have had a swing. Don't even know it. It's possible. Yeah. I'm trying to think <laughs> that's that. what That's what happens. It's a lot of yelling. Uncle Pete they takes Aunt Lydia into the back out, bedroom. Which helps. <laughs> Let me take her into the back bedroom for a second. I need to talk to you. And then she comes back. It's all straightened out. Yeah, it's all straightened out. <laughs> you know, my hand hurts. I got to eat with my left hand. Hurt now. the back of my hand. Hurt the back of my hand on your head. <laughs> He puts fennel in his gravy. What is he doing? <laughs> Go hit him in the back of the head. Don't worry. We'll stop off and get someone away home. Don't eat this garbage. 
It's Thanksgiving, man. It is a thing. And a lot of people are lucky enough to have normal Thanksgivings. A lot of people are not. I'm fortunate to have had both. I don't know. Is there such thing as a normal Thanksgiving? Yeah, there is. No? no, because it's it's either fake or it's a fun. Right. Or it's a fight. Or it's a fight, yeah. You're either faking your way through or you're fighting. Somebody's faking their way through the night. Somebody in the room is like, I hate it here. I hate it here. The uh, top candidates, it says half of us have a family member we'd like to ban from the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the top candidates are aunt, uncle, nephew, or cousin. Yeah. What's interesting is yeah. not in-laws were on that no, list right no. there. But Aunts and uncles are usually forced, shoehorned into the situation. Yeah. In-laws are, in-laws are tolerable because normally it's like once a year. Sometimes aunts and uncles show up all the time. And they understand, you know, a lot of times if you're out there and it is that five-day thing, it's like what's nice is that you, a lot. you do your own thing. Well, here's you we're should, okay, and we're okay yeah, with that. Your own thing is not being in their house. That's the crazy. Five, yeah. five days. House guests, again, like fish. After two days, they start to stink. You can't leave a fish out on the counter for two days. You can't have somebody living in your house for more than two days. It's insanity. Insanity. But good luck, everybody. Your flights are going out today, and the weather's going to be just brutal across the country. Happy Thanksgiving! <laughs> Meanwhile, we'll be playing Some Playdio. Some of you might not make it out there. Yeah. And then you got to sit here and figure out Thanksgiving in a three-day run. Highly recommend the Potbelly Turkey Sub. Had it last year. It's great. Megan went and spent Thanksgiving with her uh, sister out in uh, L.A. last year. and whatever. I sat at home alone. Watch Kennedy's head blow up like 15 times. I got three turkey subs. I ate one at 9 in the morning, one at 4 in the afternoon, another one before bed. It was the best Thanksgiving I've ever had. This year, what is the uh, plan Me? right now? None. Don't know. Got a couple plates heading over. And you're over. not on the line, not committed to anything. Not going anywhere. Trip Reed commands you to listen to the top morning show in town. I see your talents have gone beyond the mere physical level. Holmberg's morning sickness. Even if they are on vacation. 98KUPD. Hi there, everybody. It's John Holmberg here from the morning sickness. Hope you're enjoying the best of, and it is time right now for the best of the entertainment drill. And that's always brought to you by our good friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. And I'm telling you right now, the Tactical Black Friday sale is going on from 8 to 12 on Black Friday. If you want to get great deals on training, equipment, everything they've got to offer over there at reactdefense.com, this is the time to do it. Every hour on the hour from 8 to 12, a new special will emerge. Will it be the one you want? Maybe all of them will be. You have to be at reactdefense.com to find out. Seminars, training, equipment, gear. Fun stuff like that. Plus, they have tacticalblackvault.com doing the exact same thing. So check it all out, reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black, bringing you this best of entertainment drill. There's an online list uh, where people are voting for their favorite celebrities who they'd like to have uh, Thanksgiving with. Oh. Who's yours? Your top ten. Mine? Yeah. Right now? Who's your favorite? The celebrity you want to have Thanksgiving with right now. Brett, you're next. All right. You can have an answer. Dave Bautista. Why? Oh, because of Kirby. Yeah. Kirby wants to. Who about, yeah. What about you? I think he'd be cool to have. Um, like, he's up there. I like. Dave Bautista is top yeah. of your list for Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's Kirby's answer. Brady, Kirby doesn't want to see Dave. She's asking you, who do you want to see? Margot Robbie. There you go. That's right. <laughs> 
God damn it. Dave Bautista. He's a 14-year-old girl. Kirby wants it. Kirby gets it. Dave Bautista is not even on your list of people to have Thanksgiving with. Stop it. If Drax it, if the it, distor- without, Destroyer? You wouldn't even know Drax the Destroyer if it yeah. wasn't your daughter. What about you? Uh, Joe Pesci. Oh, that's a good answer. See? That's an answer of a man who's doing it for himself. Right. That's only because he saw him five minutes ago. <laughs> Kim Petras. You just want to see him cans in yep. person? I want to watch those things spilling gravy all over those things. <laughs> and just have her go, oh, sh**, spill gravy on my cans. <laughs> Kim, I'll get that for you. Hey, keep rubbing those things. Keep rubbing those things. I'm going to get hard. That's right, Kim. That's the goal. None of our, our picks made the top ten. No Pesci? Scarlett Johansson, number ten. Not Tina Fey. She, she oh, right now, Tina they Faye. have the most votes. What did they ask Colin uh, Jost, who he wants to have Thanksgiving Tom with? Tom Hiddleston. Patrick Stewart. Really? That's Jennifer Aniston, number six. Yeah. Number five, Hugh Jackman. Wow, you're asking That he can of... cook. Number four... <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. Oh, there oh, it is. Well, right. I bet you it's a fun party. You're gonna, you're gonna smile. We'll be drinking. Oh, there's gonna be some alcohol and some exuberance. Number three, Meryl Streep. Number two, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, too much cooking. Number one, Morgan. Freeman. I was gonna suggest Morgan Freeman as the number one as a joke, but then it, the more you read that, the more it became a reality. Will somebody please pass the gravy? Pass the gravy, Sonny. Potatoes aren't gonna Jimmy stay out forever. Oh no! Oh my God! Everybody just invited to my house for Thanksgiving. I just have to tell you that there's a certain seat for Blake Shelton, Justin Timberlake. It's gonna be amazing. Can be out there. I get all the brandy. The brandy is mine. Celebrity death, Jimmy. Uh, oh my God! You gotta remind me. Somebody died. Mickey Coon. Shut up, Brad. <laughs> Died on Sunday. It was a child actor in the who's in Gone with the Wind. Oh, he's old. He's a little boy in Gone with the Wind. He's dead now. He's 90. 90 year old. 90. But Jay Leno's going to be there. He's going to be working the deep fryer. Thanksgiving's going to be amazing. Anyway, it's so, it's so honored to be on the list. So amazing. Fireball shots for everybody. Jimmy's would be frantic Thanksgiving. You'd do some fun games. You would play some games, pin the tail on the. On the Jimmy Kimmel, probably. <laughs> Steven Spielberg is making a new movie about Frank Bullitt, the character Steve McQueen played in the 1968 Bullet. classic Bullet. Bradley Cooper will star in that. He's doing a new Bullet? Uh, uh, yeah. So it's Bullet the character now. It's not like advanced. It's just they're just redoing yes. Bullet. Re- yeah. They're the just rebooting. doing Bullet. That movie's not that good. It's other not, than the yeah. car chase scene. The car chase, the car chase scene's chase, amazing. I mean, you got to remember yeah. that was that. prior to car chase scenes. Yeah. Like that was, they kind of invented car chase scenes. That like, wasn't CGI. That no. was real thing. That and the French Connection were yeah. like, oh, this is a car chase. Yeah. All the rest of that stuff was like campy, weird, kind of shooting down a street. This yeah. car chase. Imagine how legit. bulky it was then because they had the uh, fender cam kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Up they there. Had big cameras tied to the car. And what was the. That was a. Mustang. Mustang. He was right. I was going to say, that they just sold that. Thing. Yeah. It was in that guy's barn for years. Yeah. The Nobody Mustang. could find it. Nope. Yeah, that, you're right. It's not a great movie, but it's so memorable because that was like the car chase. Snoop Dogg released a pet line called Snoop Doggy Doggies. <laughs> it's available on Amazon. It's called Foods, selling toys, out, clothes, and accessories for your... Shizzle, dizzle, I sold myself to the devil. Yeah, you did. Sold to the devil. Selling plushy dog toys. 
I liked him better when he was slapping ladies across their fat asses with things. <laughs> now I slap them across their fat ass with a doggy toy. Squeak, squeak, bitch. <laughs> he cooks for him. Maybe that's his way of getting out of seeing bitches and hoes all the time. I was talking about dog. Oh! You weren't misogynistic. You were just talking about the female... Gardening uh, and dogs. Yeah. yeah. Bitches and hoes. And that's why he's friends with Martha Stewart. She loves dogs and she likes to garden. That's all I was ever saying, player. Bitch. <laughs> See? And Corona with Andy Samberg on the beach. I mean, this guy. I love Snoop, but he's about as street as Brady now. <laughs> Brady's my boy. He's good protection. Make a great shield. TMZ has pointed out that Pete Davidson may have violated bro code. Yeah, I saw that. He's banging Emily Ratajkowski, he and he's he friends, friends with her with, ex. Yeah, her husband. In fact, there's a picture of them together at a Knicks game back in 2020. It's not clear how close they were. That's like me hosing Brett's ex-wife. Again. Which at least you got permission. Go ahead. Yeah, Brett's begging me to do it. Yeah. Then we can tell war stories together. <laughs> you can't know because you weren't in the sh- with me. <laughs> yeah, but Pete's hosing anything he wants. It's amazing. That's the best body he's ever been with. Is this Emily? I don't think her face is better than all the rest. But I mean, look, I mean, now you're just juggling which Lamborghini's better. Yeah, the guy's killing it. I think this series is uh, the Limitless series with Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, looks pretty good. More and more info keeps coming out on some of the episodes. Um, he did uh, genetic testing on, I think it's uh, episode four or five. Turns out I'm superhuman. Turns out he has an eight to ten times greater chance of developing Alzheimer's disease than the average person. And then I can forget how ugly you it's all are. It's the fifth are. episode uh, where it happened. Told the uh, he uh, was told by a doctor he has two copies of a gene code the APOE four, which is linked to the disease. Right, so, and you know it's great about it, Brady. I've already forgotten what he told me, so I've moved on with my life, and I'm still happy. And I looked in the mirror and went, "Nah, Alzheimer's big deal. I bet I can still get laid faster than Larry." <laughs> he doesn't even know where he is. I choose him. The guy facing the wall, like a video game character that's lost control? Yes. He's perfect. I'm going to have, I'm going to have sex again. Great. I put these socks in my ears and a condom on my nose. I don't know how it works. Elon Musk reinstated Donald Trump's Twitter account after u- users voted to let him back on. Also let Kanye and Kathy Griffin back on. That's right. We're all on the same exact account now, Brady. It's great. It's the Kanye Donald Griffin account where... Same password? Yeah, we all share it. It's like a Netflix account, only for crazies. It's going to be great. People want me back on it because I'm funny, I'm engaging, I say what's true. Yeah, but you said you're not coming back. I know, and now I've changed my mind. <laughs> because I wasn't allowed back, but now that I am, I'm going to just go on there and flame Twitter. Yeah, a lot of people want me on there, pretty. You know it, I know it. People like to hear from me. me not and my everyone friend Gary. Oh, absolutely, everyone was happy. The people that weren't happy are just communists. People who don't want me to tell the truth aren't happy. That's why. Joe Biden's not happy. I'm sure of it. Trent Reznor. He wasn't happy. Who? Really? <laughs> Has he ever been happy? Let's be honest. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, God, yeah, that shiny ball of sunshine Trent Reznor is unhappy because of me. Oh, wow, okay, sorry about that. Trent Reznor, and I don't want Donald Trump. I didn't mean to rain on your incredibly bright blue blue cloudless sky. Was that a a press release that needed to be sent? Trent Reznor's not happy. (laughs) You know, stop the presses. (laughs) You got that autographed (laughs) picture that you got at the auction, your boy Bruce Springsteen. Address the Ticketmaster dynamic pricing model. It's just not fair for the average man trying to get a no. concert ticket. Oh, he said go crazy the other way. Why shouldn't that money go to the guys that are going up there and sweating for three hours a night for it? You guys don't pay us enough. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't sure someone asked me that question. On that ticket surge that Ticketmaster has, yeah. does that extra money go to the artist? I don't know what the I extra money does. means. Don't they pay don't him either. per show? I, yeah. yeah, I don't According to the boss, uh, he thinks they of, get that. You get money. a percentage of ticket sales. I'm no, no, no. Positive, the right? New deals are with with Ticketmaster are set up like that. They like they carve out a certain number for artist holds. Remember oh, those? Oh yeah, yeah. So the artist gets to hold on to them. So the artists are are scalping tickets to their own show. Essentially, that's the what artists that, is, right? that, that yeah. hold those tickets. They release them to SeatGeek. SeatGeek jacks them up, and then they pay they pay the artists. So the artists are, are scalping their own hmm. tickets. I don't know how it works. I just know it's crooked and we get screwed. Oh, yeah. I don't like that Bruce Springsteen is no longer an everyman. He doesn't like that the, uh, Taylor Swift you know, in the like past, the scalpers are the one that would make the money. Right. That money should be going to us. That's uh, well, his point. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. But when you're scalping, just be up front with but the prices. But then you're doing the same thing and then you're complaining yeah. that you should be allowed to do it and they shouldn't. Once I buy something, I can sell it for what I want. I just right? like bake, bake bake the fees into the price. Give me one price. Don't that's tell me the huge. tickets are two hundred dollars, and then by the time I check out, four seventy five. Yeah. The, well, that's the thing to me is like they've always had that complaint. Like, nah, we didn't get our cut. Well, then charge more, right? Because they're getting five hundred bucks for your hundred dollar ticket on the street. You're the one that signed the contract. They paid the hundred dollars. Yeah. They did your part. You're out of the mix now. And if somebody wants to give you five hundred dollars for something that cost you a hundred bucks, you're going to sell it to them. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't be you guys. It should be me. I'm looking to buy another Lear. <laughs> We're so much the same. Two, three, four hundred million dollars in my account. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Springsteen is a... I think he might be a dick. I think so. He's no longer riding on the, uh, the suicide machines with his buddies. He's uh, he's in the back of a very large limo that he owns. Jersey. And, 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 and he's going to his helipad. To fly over you. He doesn't want to be on the road with you anymore. Suicide machine's now my gyrocopter. No room for you, Nils. <laughs> Sorry, Nils. You get to ride in the trunk. <laughs> Two, three, four feet tall. Holmberg's Morning Sickness.